0: to the butter chicken podcast hosted by dj Sharad and dj juicy Ooh. we focus on the stories of individuals
1: who are making great impact in society and culture the butter chicken experience is well cooked thought-provoking conversation thank you for tuning in and enjoy the vibes you got the go cool buttery
0: Yes, 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 party people. It's your boy, DJ Sherrod. And DJ Juicy, baby. Here at the Butter Chicken Podcast. Another episode. Juicy, what's really good though, my man? Everything's good, man. Looking forward to some Butter Chicken tonight, for real. We're actually going to have Butter Chicken tonight, man. It's going to be incredible. You know, in so many weeks of doing this podcast, we've never actually brought Butter Chicken to the studio. We're breaking the Butter Chicken cherry. (laughs) <laughs> we're popping the butter chicken cherry. Yeah. No doubt, man. So listen, man, last week was crazy. We did so much shit. This week we're doing so much shit. But last week I saw you in a crazy element. You were literally I've you know, we've called you Punjabi Fat Man Scoop for all these years. Uh but lately I've been seeing it more and more. And last week you were you were in your element on that stage. I feel rejuvenated,
1: bro. What you mean by that, bro? There's uh, some sort of uh, energy in the air right now that I can't describe that's kind of giving me this this energy. I'm eating it and in- ingesting it. I'm inhaling it. Explain what you mean by energy in the air. So um, uh, some of our listeners don't know this, but uh, we come from DJing clubs in New York City um, in the late 90s for me, particularly into the early 2000s, and kind of our scene particularly. And at that time, um, you know, us indians particularly would all get together and and just party and have a great time that's because we weren't allowed in any other clubs that's that's definitely one of the reasons for it we didn't fit in and then and then eventually being indian and hanging out with indians wasn't cool anymore and everyone just kind of started trying to find another identity i guess and uh you know uh, i always remained indian of course and, and stayed true to our culture facts and then, uh, and now I'm seeing this resurgence of the Indian scene, of the, the Indian, Indian music scene. scene, and the Indian music party scene. Would you, uh, credit me in any
0: way of bringing you back in the game a little bit in that, in, ter- in terms of that world? Sure,
1: I, I owe my life to you, bro. <laughs> if, it, if it wasn't for you, bro, man, <laughs> let's see. You, you know what? Rather than me talking about it, why don't I just do this one of these? Thank We're, you, patting him on
0: his back. Thank right you. Now. So, one thing that you know. You know, obviously we we both do music together, but one thing that we have a lot of fun together with is uh, flexing on on each other's sneaker game a little bit, and rolling into the office and looking at each other's shoes. Going to a place, and you know, me knowing that if I'm gonna if I'm gonna compete with someone in the room with who's got some fresh sneakers, it's it's probably gonna be you if you're in the same place as me. Is that pretty accurate? That's pretty accurate. One of the people in the game who comes way before us. Like I feel like. Like, we're still novices in, in, in a way. We're, we're in the game, but we're not really in the game. We're just, we just dabble and we wear sneakers. Mm-hmm. But there's people who are like the OGs or like guys who have really been around for a really, really long time who don't just wear sneakers, don't just sell sneakers, and not just in the business. But footwear is, is lifestyle. Mm. It's it's truly the, the lifestyle that they live in. The lifestyle that they've built for themselves and their families is based uh, partially in, in, in fact because of what they do within sneakers. The early OGs, it's embedded in their DNA. One person that, that comes to mind with that who I've known actually for a really long time. I've actually known of him before he knew of me is someone now who I look up to. Mm. I think he's a veteran in the game. Uh, stand-up businessman, and if I took all that stuff away from him and I looked at it from a different perspective of being a guy who's a great father, uh, a husband, and I could, you know, I, I look at my, I'm a husband to my wife, and I look at this guy, I'm like, oh, this guy does some dope shit with his wife and his family. You know, I'm inspired by this guy. He goes by the name of Suraj Kaufman from Sneaker
1: Room Jersey City. Welcome to the show, Shiraj. Thank you for joining us today, man.
2: I hope there's some Bollywood music in the back when you say no. my name. Like I just need some live I feel <laughs> the reinsurgents too, man. That intro. <laughs> we'll edit will
0: edit some some, some some music in for
2: you. <laughs> I need some but, I need what's up, Shira. What's up, Juicy? What up, man? I
0: you know, I never knew, bro, and we're gonna get this now. I never knew that you were Indian or partially Indian. When I started hearing oh, well, of I was about you. to
2: say, you don't know. Like, we talked about this. No, before. no, now we know. <laughs> yeah. but, like,
0: when I first heard of you, I heard of you from my nephews who were like young kids and they were like into the sneaker shit. And they were like, Uncle, you got to take us to the snor- store sneaker room. There's this guy, Siraj, there and he's like the man. And, you know, there was a cartoon <laughs> yeah. of you and shit. <laughs> and I was
1: like, Oh, this Puerto Rican dude owns a sneaker store. I mean, honestly, when I heard the name, I'm like, All right, this dude's got to be Indian. First of all, is he a part of the Indian sneaker mafia in the, He's we, not. He's not. He doesn't even know about that. <laughs> oh, yeah, what the hell?
2: We'll, get into, we'll, get, we'll like, get into that. We'll get into that. Oh, there's some new stuff I just learned today. <laughs> but we
0: never knew you were Indian, and like a lot of people don't or have partial Indian. Because a lot
2: of people are afraid to ask. They just assume automatically you see sideburns mm-hmm. and you wear a chain that you're Spanish. Mm. You know what I mean? Interesting. Look at my arm and you see, you know, we got Lakshmi, we got Ganesh. You know what I mean? Like it, it's there, the culture's there.
1: Yeah. It's wow. My, this is my
2: Indian arm, this is my Catholic arm. Wow, that's pretty I'm, dope. I'm torn between religion, <laughs> no, that's love, man. It really is. This I, one's I, I dedicated it, to I, my dad, and this one's dedicated to my mom. So my Catholic side and my Hindi side.
0: So today, today, Suraj, we're gonna. Do you prefer Suraj or Suraj? Because that's important. Well, we're gonna we're, get that out the way. If we're
2: going to the American people, then it's Suraj. Okay. And if we're going to the Hindi people, of course, it's Suraj.
0: So do you know I, I, it's two ways for me as well? I know. Go ahead. Juicy will, Juicy will spit it both for you because his his Hindi accent is it's flawless. Much
2: so,
1: so everybody knows Sharad as Sharad, <laughs> but at home he's Sharad. Shadat.
0: My sorry. mom still says Sharad once in a while. Too really? Now,
1: cause, yeah, because it's been so long. My
2: dad doesn't even call me Sharad. He calls me Muna. Muna. Still. Muna. Wow. <laughs> he still calls me, it, bro. Wow.
0: Wow. <laughs> I'm not even
2: gonna That's lie. That's a term yeah. of endearment, right yeah. there. Yeah. That's it.
0: So you have this. Indian background. What's the other half of you? American. American meaning white? No,
2: nah, just white. But then we had a we had a rabbi in the family like ten generations ago. Okay, <laughs> like it was way back.
0: I don't understand. Break it down for us.
2: Man, I don't even know everybody that everybody in the family that could tell me the story is dead, so I can't what? really ask nobody. about So you're story. half white? Yes, and half Indian,
0: and half yeah. Indian. And most people who don't know you like or I'm don't Puerto choose Rico. to
2: ask. And the Jersey City thing, I yeah. mean, it's... Well, I married a Puerto Rican, so if that matters, you know, I can- <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> I add it to so the in- culture, You just, like, right? inherited a like little my, bit my, too. my kids are, like, Indericans. That's what I call them. Yes. Indian, Jewish, and Puerto Rican. You know what I'm saying? I gave my own culture. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, so, culturally, um, like, being yeah. that you're half and half, how has that influenced your perspective on life?
2: Um, it's weird, because I didn't really grow up around the Hindi culture. You know, mm. my dad's been here since... Wow. I want to say since '71. Okay. So you know, what I mean, my dad's been here for over forty something years. He goes back every once in a while. Now he's getting older, so he's not going back. Mm-hmm. When we were younger, he would go back. We didn't really have the money for the whole family to go. Mm-hmm. So I went about three or four times. I went back. Mm-hmm. But I grew up in the projects. Like I come from nothing. I wasn't one of the lucky Indians that your, had a your dad, dad
0: w- is was came here in '71. Yeah. Mm. And, and he married a white woman.
2: Yes. Which, Which is
0: also rare very, at that time. Very rare. Oh, very rare. Yeah. And, and it was like, rare for white people and Indian people to live in the projects.
2: Ex- well, the problem with my... Well, the pro- it's not a problem, but my dad... What happened with us is our story is real simple. He was an engineer. He had a degree in engineering. Okay. And he had... A, from India. A, from, no, he had it from here. St. Peter's University when he came here. Okay. But he got a very... It was 84? 84, 84. I was four. He had a very bad heart attack and he needed triple bypass surgery. Wow. And he didn't have the money or the insurance. So that basically put us in the projects. So it wasn't like, oh, my dad was poor or my dad wasn't this. It was just that, you know, the bills came and the bills came hard and he had to pay for the surgery because what do you do? You pay for the surgery or you or you die. Yeah. You know what I mean? So we grew up very humble beginnings. You know what I mean? Which I'm actually very happy for because I think, you know, when you don't have nothing, coming from nothing and then making something of yourself is a big difference. You know what I mean? For sure. But then with my dad, it's like he raised me with, the, with a lot of Hindi backgrounds. Because, you know, the Hindi culture is a lot different from the American culture. Of you course. know what I mean? Like I, I'm always torn because I when lost... you say
0: Hindi, you mean Hindu, like the Hindu, religion, yeah. not yeah. the Indians? language. Not the language. Okay. You got it. You
2: got it. Okay. But my thing is like my dad. You know, he believes like like I lost my mom when I was 26. I lost my brother when I was 18. So he's on the thing where you know how Indians think, where it's written from the day you're born. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean like yeah. don't you know we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna we're, we're gonna mourn but it's in your stars and it's already written there's nothing that we could do right whereas I'm on Nas the, believes that too well maybe he's you know wearing a red dot and walking around <laughs> with us too you know what I mean like <laughs> hey you know <laughs> oh, wow. if you weren't Indian that would be so ignorant <laughs> but I am my brothers but I am thank you for bringing me back you know what I'm saying but the thing about it is like whereas like on the American side I'm always questioning why you know why? what I mean? Like, why did I lose everybody? Why do people? You know what I'm saying? Of so, course.
0: there's different things. You know, same so like thing. one shoulder is one telling you one thing. It's literally
2: know? like not trying to be funny. Like I said, my arms. One is the Catholic arm and the American arm. One is the Indian arm. Right. And it's like that's that's the way I've been my whole life, even in business, because you know Americans. You know the business is different than how Indians do business. You know what I mean? Indians is that do, a fact? You know Jack? it, Sherrod. Don't even do that. You I know, know that. I don't. Yes, you do. I man. Don't. I want to know because <laughs> you're. Was, yeah, how many 7 no let me stop 7 <laughs> is dope oh no I wasn't going to say it as a bad thing yeah, I was yeah, going to say yeah. how many do they own but a a lot. Lot. I was going to go yeah. into it like, a lot. But, yeah. the corpora- but the corporation is owned not by Indians yeah but that doesn't matter who right. cares about what the corporation owns when you own 700 stores you know what I mean like, <laughs> like I'll, take, I'll take 32 Dunkin Donuts over the corporation <laughs> any day
0: would you take 32 Dunkin Donuts over one sneaker room
2: nah not at all see
0: yeah. that's that's, that's what we're going to get into, Suraj. Not at all. Suraj, at all. you are a legend in your own right. <laughs> you're a Jersey City hero. I like um, that one. In, 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 your, in your town and where you're from, anyone who I've ever spoken to, whether they're in footwear or not, if they're from Jersey City and I've mentioned your name... I've never heard anyone speak bad on your names. ever, from fact. Jersey City. From New, York, Outsiders, from New York, yeah, you heard yeah, it. Yeah, all the time. <laughs> from New York, yeah. But yeah, Jersey no, City people fuck with you heavy.
2: Well, you got to remember, bro, like I said, I'm born and raised there. I come from there, and I'm still there with my business. I moved out, which I'm a little upset about. I really wanted to stay in Jersey City. I thought I'd get into politics over there, and you know, mm-hmm. it's do not, some, not too late. I can't do it once you leave the city, though. You can't run for you know mayor and all that stuff when you don't live there no more.
1: Okay, well you're, King, you're the honorary mayor, yeah, bro. You know what yeah, saying? hell yeah. But
2: Steve, there's Steve. You know, up who's the mayor now, is a great mayor. You know what I mean? He mm-hmm. does a lot of good things for the city, and we have a really good relationship. So like, you know, it's just fun, man. Like I, I like to represent my city where I'm from. You know what I mean? and, and just have fun and give back. That's the key. That's the problem is people don't realize that you can give back to where you're from. They just try to come in, make money, take money, and then walk home and leave, and that's it.
1: So right? I, I got to know one thing. your yeah, fleece f- Projects from Jersey City.
2: Marion Projects, building 37, 37 Dales Avenue, apartment 625.
1: Your name is Suraj.
2: Yeah, I got beat up a couple times. I got robbed for my BMX. It, was, it wasn't fun. Because I, I, my name is Suraj. Yeah. I'm light as hell, because yeah. I was like the lightest one in the PJs, except for the other white guy. Mm-hmm. And I'm fat, so let's just let's just let's just go down the line of so, how so how we'll, growing up was in the projects. Can you can you help us envision <laughs> yeah.
0: what that was like? Because yeah. I, I, I remember. Wait, you, I didn't just do it for no, you. No, but like <laughs> in, in, in terms of like 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 you would walk out the crib and it was just it was crazy back then in Jersey. No, it wasn't you know, like right? listen.
2: Let me let me put it to you. Like, it wasn't bad like that. Like you got to remember, I'm growing up in the '90s. Okay, okay. So it wasn't bad like that. Plus, I had really good friends. I'm not gonna lie. You know, you, you learn to be a product of your environment. You meet the people you need to meet. You chill with the people you need to chill with. And, you know, you got you know, you to earn your respect. Absolutely. You know what I mean? So I definitely, you know, I did things I'm not proud of. I put my work in, you know what I mean? But it was more so like the, my, my, my only thing about the project was I just remember when everybody got Jordans and they were so cool and I always wanted them. Yeah. Like, you know, my, my craziest story with Jordan's is ninety two. Like, God rest her soul, I asked my mom for the Bordeaux.
0: We know we know was... you she she they, they were more expensive than
2: the rent. Yeah, right? man. Like we I'm like I'm like yo, I'm it. like, yo, how much are she's like, how much are they? And I'm like, yo, one twenty or one thirty and she's like, Our rent is one ten, you do the math. <laughs> Like I'm like, damn! Like I got me some, bu- how, how, how I got me some tonics, bro. Like yeah. it sucked. How 12. old are
0: you that time? Twelve. You're twelve years old, yeah. and my mom says, yeah, man, it was real. No to the Bordeaux Seven. Yeah, man,
2: it's real. Like that, you know. Like these kids, like it's funny because I have this thing in my store. When people come in with their children, whether it's your son, your daughter, I don't even care if they're 18 or 19 years old. When it's just family, uh-huh. like when they buy them a shoe, I'm like, yo, we got one rule in the store, and they're like, what's that? I'm like, you got to give your mom or dad a hug. <laughs> And they're like, like the kid looks at me like he's stupid, and the mom's smiling, and the dad's smiling. And I'm like, yo, my man, I'm like, when I grew up, like, you got two pairs of sneakers a year. You got back to school and then you got Easter to show up. And I'm like, on top of that, like, yo, you didn't even get the hot shit. Right. I'm like, you're getting a pair of $250 phone posits. Like, what's wrong with you? Yeah, be thankful. And like you'll get some kids that'll just go over and hug their mom. You'll get some kids that try to act tough. Right. Like I had this Spanish dude, this was like about eight months ago. He bought his son a pair of phones for $230. And like I could tell the dude was like a laborer, you know he works hard for his money. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I told him, you know, the kid and the kid didn't want to do it, so I'm holding the bag like behind the register. The kid was and, embarrassed and the, a little well, bit. Well, yeah, but the kid's like, you know, so what you gonna do? And I'm like, I'm gonna give your dad back his money. Wow. And like I don't care about a sale, bro. Like I'm Gucci, man. Like yeah. it'll sell to somebody else. Right. So you know what I'm saying? So I, then okay. finally he gave him a hug. And when he gave him the hug, like yo, it was crazy because the next day the father came back after work, mm-hmm. and the father was like, yo, my son hasn't hugged me in like four years. Thank you. He goes, yeah. you got a customer for life. Damn
0: but that could, You see what I'm saying Like But being in Jersey City Could that have played out Different and the father The father could have Looked at you like Yo Fuck you telling my
2: kid to do I've, not, I've done it I've done it You know 1000 I'm just saying, uh, no, I'm saying I don't think so Because I've done it A thousand times And you gotta remember man No matter how hard you are How tough you are It's still your fucking kid so you're gonna love getting some kind of affection back from your son, you know what I'm saying, or your daughter. Mm. You know what I mean? Like me as a parent, like I want to kill my son sometimes, but if he comes <laughs> give me a hug, I'm gonna just be like, hey, yeah. give me a hug, like you know what I'm saying? Because at this like, age now, yeah. they're not hugging
0: you all that. Nah, much as but much. you know,
2: like you know, people just don't understand what it is, man. Like you know, you gotta. I, I'm big on the philanthropy, man. Like sneakers have opened up my whole world. You know what I mean? Can I
0: pause you for a second? Of course. Juice, yo. Generally, we have like a bunch of questions. <laughs> I know. And um, fucking. We'll go through our shit Yeah And we'll get to our shit Right Here's what I'm gonna suggest we do Let's do it Shut the fucking laptop Word Just shut the laptop <laughs> Wow no It just board. got real word.
2: There's no point Is this, this is... the first time the laptop's been shut in first the, in the, in the 100% yeah. Right here with Siraj <laughs> We've shut the laptop Only, only we're reason eating, We're eating butter chicken afterwards word. Like yo This is, this is legendary Groundbreaking right? <laughs> only, only reason bro
0: Is cause One I know you Yeah very well and I I don't I don't even think very well. I think I know you well, and I think you know me well. Like okay. we know each other.
2: Your steaks look amazing on the right on the gram. There. Yeah, but,
0: but Juicy <laughs> doesn't know you as much as I know nah, you, well, and you, you haven't had, had as much times, interaction. Jack? But like to me, why I really wanted to bring you up, like fuck the Indian, like that's cool, damn bro. Like no, like like it's you're called the butter chicken podcast. No, no, bro. <laughs> I, my, my point is, is like our first year our goal was like to really put on for our community right okay and we're still early in it and we were like we're gonna talk to everybody from our community first that we who we feel we should tell their story dope and that's cool but if you take that out of the equation i think the biggest thing is is that you're one of the realest out here like out in this whole scene of new york new jersey people that we know like we're We're affiliated with so many brands and so many companies, and we work with artists and music and entertainment and attorney and this one and that one. We know thousands of people. You know thousands of people. But to me, when we think about
2: you, you're the motherfucker that holds nothing. No bars back, man. That's it. You don't hold shit. I don't see why, man. Like, you know, listen, if you can't take the truth, then don't talk to me. straight up like if you if you want to have a conversation with me and you want me to say what you're gonna wanna hear then just don't talk to me cause you never know what's gonna come out my mouth real talk like that's just the way I've been all my life and like that's that's the truth with my wife my kids everybody you know what I'm saying like Bro, I'm on the fucking, I'm on a board, I'm on the board for the New Jersey City Medical Center. Like, yo, I'm a kid from the project with no college education on the board. They hit me the other night, like, yo, can you come to this, this uh, wine thing or whatever? I'm like, yeah, I'm in sweatpants. <laughs> right. Like, and I was at my help. store. I'm like, you know, and they're like, yeah. well, you know, we don't have a problem if you feel comfortable. I'm like, oh, I'll see you in 10 you, minutes. Do
0: you, do, you switch <laughs> up? do you switch up the way you speak or? or nah. You, you, like, I was
2: just in a meeting. You maintain the same presence every you I was just, in, I was in, just in a meeting go. last week at the hospital, and I just donated $80,000. I wrote them a check. And they we, we had a meeting because they were presenting the ideas. Because what I do is when I do my philanthropy, when I donate money, I get a contract from the hospital stating that they can't disperse the funds until I sign the approval of where the funds are going. Because mm. you're not using money that I donated for administration fees for you to put a new room. You're not, pause, you, pause. pause yeah, yeah. You're, going <laughs> <fast>. <laughs> you're going way too fast. You're going way
0: too
2: fast. You asked it. <him. laughs> no, I, I get it. All right, so let's go back to Siraj and the projects. Yeah, let's go, get let's, the, all right, we're going to go back project. later. Let's go. Okay, no, go ahead. No,
0: get the you, you couldn't get the Jordans. Yeah, you couldn't, couldn't get, get the 7s. Yeah, Is that what leads you to eventually saying I want to have a sneaker store? Not at all. So walk tell,
2: right, walk, tell us walk the story. Life. Right. And we will not pause. Right. Yeah, yeah. grew up in Jersey City in the projects. You know, you know about the Bordeaux. Uh, went, went to a Catholic school. The reason why I was well, the reason why I got to go to Catholic school was my mom was a volunteer at the cafeteria and which at the church. Which was
0: expensive. Which yeah. was
2: expensive. But at that time wasn't it wasn't as expensive as it is now, but it right. was expensive at the time. Right. So I got a Catholic school education, you know, on her volunteering and her and her work and her giving back. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, went to went to high school, went to Catholic high school, same situation. Um, got kicked out my junior year. I uh, moved went to public high school graduated mm-hmm. but my senior year of high school um that was like my first my first life changing alteration was my brother um had had surgery and um had complications and he was this was in February of 98 mm-hmm. he was older than you in 27 he was 10 years difference okay. so it was 10 years difference and um So he's yeah. like
0: your your hero
2: um like you know especially growing up in a, in an Indian home where one parent is Indian mm-hmm. right he was my dad because Indian right. fathers are not the most uh you know they're not the most affectionate, yep. they're more about business or trying to do better for the family rather than like my brother was my little league coach, you know what I mean like right, right, right. he was like he was like my big my, my dad, right so um, he had complications uh, went into a coma around February 15th uh, it was February 20th, 1998. we were in the hospital, and my mom you know decided that he that he was brain dead and they took him off life support. I was in the room when they took him off life support. And the reason why we did it was I, I remember like it was yesterday. And you're gonna make me cry, man. Don't make me cry here. No, <laughs> it it was February 20th, 98, 11:50 p.m. And the reason why he was taking off life support at 11:50 p.m. was my mom didn't want him to die on my birthday because my oh, birthday was February 21st. Shit. So I lost my brother 10 minutes before my 18th birthday. So that was like that was like the first oh shit in my life. Like you know, like that was like I would say the first downfall and the first actual lesson that I got. You know, like at a young age. So what when was I, that lesson? It was that life is fucked up. Life is hard. Like what the hell are we gonna do with this? Like you know, like I went through a really bad phase at that time. Like from where I, like when you guys hear where I was to where I am now, it's a whole different person. Mm. Because I went through a really bad phase, and then you know, at that time I was with my wife already for a year.
0: You're dating at that time? Yeah, we're
2: dating. In high school. Yeah, I'm a a senior. She's a junior. Different high schools. Okay. And what's real crazy is like after my after my (laughs) this is a funny shit after my brother passed, I'm going through like a really dark time. I see my mom like the worst thing you could ever see is like my mom and my dad is to lose a, a child. The whole circle of life is twisted Because we're supposed to have our kids And they bury us Not the other way around So like I'm trying to figure out life You know my dad's going through some real sad shit My mom's going through some sad shit I'm like yo what the hell am I going to do so I get this, I get are this, you
0: good with them? Like, are they, like, very close with you at that time? Yeah, no, nah, that
2: was not. Nah, that's one thing. I didn't grow up in a broken home or anything like okay. that. I grew up with two parents, you know mm, what I mean? Right. Like, different cultures, but I had two parents, like, never a single mom. Like, my dad was there my whole life. Mm-hmm. Got it. So, you know what I mean? And then what's crazy is, like, like six months later, I get this dumbass idea. Like, I go up to my, my, my girlfriend at the time, and she's like, yo, you're going through so much. Like, anything I could do to help you? And I'm like, yeah, I need a kid. Like, straight up. Like, it wasn't even, like, some random, like, yeah. like, I didn't go to like, you know, oh, shit, we slipped up. We, I'm like, yo, I think that's what'll hold me down to help my mom. And don't ask me why a dumbass said yes. Wow. <laughs> but she was like, all right. Wow. So, you know, so, like, my wife graduated high school in 99, and then she was pregnant, for one. And she was married because we flew out to Vegas and got, and we eloped and got married in Vegas. Holy
1: shit!
2: So like that's what, what
0: what at that young age made you say I'm gonna get married? And I just think like,
2: I, I was going through something really 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 dark, so I didn't see with any the passing I, of it, with the your passing bro. of my brother. Okay. So I didn't see any light at the end of, at the end of the tunnel.
0: You didn't see what you have now.
2: Well, no, that I was, I didn't see anything. Like that's I saw my point. I saw like, like to be honest with you, if you want to keep it, if you want is this a real show. Real show. Yeah. Like now, I wanted to kill myself. Like you know, what I'm saying? I tried to commit suicide. It is what it is. You know what I mean? I went through a really dark phase. I lost my big brother who was like my father. Mm. It should have never happened. Then I saw my mom go through the, the darkest time of her life. I saw my dad, uh, you know, a man who, to me, no matter how much money we had or how we grew up was the, the strongest person I knew, I saw him broken. Yeah. You know what I mean? That shit was, it was, it was real. So, like, you know, I, I just thought for some reason, like, you know, my mom, you know, would always say, like, kids, this, this, that. I'm like, you know, maybe this should have worked.
1: Yeah, this will help so, everybody. So, you know, it, it'll
2: be a family fixer. Yeah. So my wife got pregnant with my son. You know what I mean, and, way-
0: <laughs> and 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 her family
2: is cool with that. Nah, her mom was like, "Yo, move Trippin'. out." Her yeah, mom was word. like, "Leave," like you know. And my mom, you know, my mom's like, "Cool, you pregnant? Come on in, welcome, yeah, welcome home. Wow. Like, like come to the apartment. Like, wow. you can live with us." So like, so she, so just she got pregnant before we even got married. She moved in with my mom. Okay, but so, then but literally she was willing to give up her family for you. It wasn't really. I don't think giving up because like her grandmother still had her back in the Bronx. You know what I mean? Okay. it was just her mom that didn't understand it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Right. But the thing about it, I would say something even a little different like I love my wife so I shout her out and all but I'll tell, I don't think she would gave up her family I think it was really crazy because she didn't know what the hell was going to happen or what we were going to do right. so she almost put her life on the line like 100%. okay I fuck with this guy like you know 100%. what I'm saying like, like yo you know, like because it's some crazy shit because she had all these aspirations to go to college and all that stuff and everything got cut off Cause when she got pregnant, like literally, we lived with my mom for like three months, and then I got a bullshit job at high school. What you what'd do, you do uh, telemarketing? <laughs> Some shit. You would be fucking dope was, at that. <laughs> I can what's your mortgage rate? I can lower it from eight percent to five percent. Like you know what I'm saying? So I was doing did that. Did you do shit. good? Yeah, I did good. I got a, We had a little you know small apartment. It was like six hundred square feet, one bedroom. Mm-hmm. My son was born in '99, and he was born. Oh, and high, so
0: you moved out. Of yeah, the, we had of our own apartment. little apartment. And you know? is that still in the projects, or is that?
2: No, no, no. We were at that time. We were out of the pro. We were out of the projects when I was seventeen. Okay. okay. So we were out of the project at 17 okay. And then you know I had my own little apartment Jersey City in the hood It was literally four blocks From the projects though <laughs> Like okay. literally I could still walk down To the project Hey guys like what's up I'm still here So you're you know 18 with yeah. a kid 18 with a kid yeah. And she's 18 And she's 17 Because she's a year behind
1: Wow Yeah she,
2: well not a year behind But you know A year younger
1: The Indian to like. in me wants to say It was written like that
2: You know yeah. what's funny Like I'll say this Like and I, I hate to do this to my son Because my son's a pain in the ass And I love him my oldest mm-hmm. but I, Smart I, man I, cool Yeah smart man cool But all jokes aside He saved my life
1: like talk, like, talk like real it, talk
2: He saved my life Because when I had him It made me want to do more yeah. It made me want to work It made me want to give You know It made me want to I had to be somebody Because now I had You know I'm holding this little kid Like shit I got to feed you I got to buy you diapers. Like, it's not about me anymore. So, like, when he came, it still wasn't about sneakers because it's like, fuck, I want sneakers. I can't buy him. Now I got to buy him sneakers. Lord. You know what I'm saying? So I'm lacing him with baby Jordans and all that stuff and everything. And then, you know, life, don't get it twisted. Life got a little easier, you know, as it went. Like you know, How did it get easier? You were my, working My, my the... wife got a job.
0: <laughs> Thank okay. God. Two and salaries. And you, you were in the telemarketing. Well, I
2: was in telemarketing for like a year and a half. Okay. okay. And then I started working at a, um, a dispatch company. As a, as a water dispatcher And then I became the manager At the dispatch company So I was making decent money Okay You know what I mean Living
0: uh, like a, a standard work oh, I'm Still nine paycheck to, five to paycheck life. Yeah right.
2: paycheck to paycheck Nine to five Right um, We bought a crib Who was you know?
0: taking care of your kid When you guys are at work
2: No well my wife didn't work For three years Okay So you know the first three years That and then after that It was school Because in Jerry City They have the pre-K three And all that right, stuff yeah, right, yeah. But my mom was always there You know whenever right. we needed her And then um, working as a dispatch manager So now we're fast forwarding We're in 2005 So we went from 99 When he was born To 2005 Okay 6 My wife got pregnant With our second child so I'm like, that okay. was planned. This was not. This was just. This was just okay. Like it happened. Okay. You know, okay. still but a you blessing. Guys are,
0: you guys were doing okay. At yeah. That like point. I
2: said, we're living. You know, we're living paycheck to paycheck, but we're living nice. Right. You know what I mean? We got a car. You know what I mean? We got a crib. Small crib. It was a, you know a little crib that I paid like a hundred and fifty thousand for. You know that we bought in the hood just to have. Right. Mm-hmm. So we're living cool. And I'm like, ah, right, you know, whatever. She got pregnant. Everything's going. But good.
0: I see like progression in life. Well,
2: yeah, definitely. Because you know, well, who you don't go back, bro? You got to <laughs> go no, forward. People like. sometimes <laughs> just
0: stay nah, stagnant. Nah.
2: Well, you know, listen. I've always had aspirations. That you know I wanted to be somebody And do something with my life But you didn't know what it But I didn't point. know exactly What I wanted to do So then what happens is uh, We're talking I want to say Let's push it to Late 2005 mm-hmm. My wife's having Really 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 serious headaches Like really bad headaches She's pregnant She's in her What at that time It was going in Right into the third trimester mm-hmm. Having really really bad headaches Not knowing what's going on um, We take her to the hospital They can't figure out What's going on They admit her to the hospital uh, while she's at the hospital, with my with, with, while she's pregnant with my second son, she has a stroke, a seizure, uh, CVT, which is cerebral venous thrombosis, a blood clot in the brain. Mm. She has partial paralysis on her left side. They're coming to me like I'm, I'm this young dude, 25 years old. They're like, you know, listen, you know, your son's probably going to come out with, uh, you know, stuff wrong with him because his wife has to go on blood thinner shots right now to try to control her and get her better.
1: Mm.
2: So I'm like, shit. All right, here we go. You know, all right. You know, we are progressing. But now I'm like, damn, what, what's going on? Yeah. So I'm like, all right, she starts the medication, you know, thank God, knock on wood, everything's going good. She starts getting back, you know, the left side's going good, you know, whatever, whatever. So then my son is born uh, February 4th, day before my wife's birthday was kind of funny because now her birthday don't mean shit, you know what I mean? But, <laughs> you know, but, but a healthy baby boy, no problems, you know, amazing. God so like we named him Destin because we said he was destined to come because it was no problems, no issues, no nothing.
0: D-E-S-T-I-N. Yes.
2: Yeah, and if it was a girl, girl. it would have been Destiny, but he was a boy. right. But anyway, <laughs> But um, so, you know, I got the baby, take him home, everything's cool. About a week later, we're talking like the, what is it, like the 11th or 12th, my mom had a cyst in her mouth. Mm-hmm. So we're like, all right, cool. She's like, I'm going to go to the dentist, get it checked out. So it's crazy because I'm telling you, I don't celebrate my birthdays. Really? Like this year was the first year I did like a dinner because mm-hmm. my friends wanted me to get together and do a dinner, but I don't really celebrate because my birthday is like a dark time. Yeah. So we're having dinner at my house, my mom, me, my dad, my two kids, my wife. And the dentist calls up and he's like, Hey, he's like, We got back the results. You guys need to come in. So I'm like, all right, we'll come in tomorrow. You know what I mean? He's like, You should come in tonight. Wow. So I'm like, damn, all right, like, what's going on? So, you know, it's like four blocks from the crib. And this is a
0: week after your son's born.
2: This is like well, now we're on my birthday, so two weeks. My son's two weeks old. So I'm like, all right, cool, let's go. So we go up to the dentist's office and he's like, listen guys, he's like, you know, I'm like, damn, I'm like when the dentist comes in and the nurses come in too, I'm like, This is some shit. Yeah. So he's like, it's a type of cancer, but it doesn't come from the mouth. So it had to spread from somewhere else. So I'm like like, fuck, like, what do we do? So, you know, next morning we're at the hospital, you know, she's, you know, getting admitted. She's getting PET scans, all this stuff, whatever, whatever. We find out that it's colon cancer. So my birthday, you know, my mom finds out she got cancer on my birthday. You know what I mean? So it's kind of crazy. And then we see the doctors and they're like, you know, it's really bad. I'm like, but, you know, we didn't have no signs. Right. So what's crazy is me and her were doing Weight watches at the time for a year. So I had lost 105 pounds on Weight Watchers. She had lost like 70 pounds. And a doctor's like, well, you know, you know how you thought she was losing weight because of Weight Watchers? And I'm like, yeah, because she's 62 years old. He's like, that was the cancer.
1: Jeez. So
2: he's like, you didn't know she was sick because she was getting frail and thing, but you thought it was the diet. So I'm like, yeah, how long my mom got to live? He's like, two to three months. Man. So like you know we, it's it's crazy. I did I took my mom like literally a week later I took my mom to Vegas. That was her dream all the time. I borrowed some money. Me, her and my dad flew out to Vegas for 3 days. The 3rd day she got so sick that we the doctor I called him up and he's like, "You got two options." He's like, "Put her in a the hospital there let her die or fly her back and let her die here." So I'm like, "Jesus Christ." So we fly back. She has surgery. Um, one thing like I never knew about it But once you cut into cancer bro That shit spreads Like the air Once the air hits it It's like it's on Yeah. So we had her at the hospital And all she wanted to do Was come home She wanted to die at her home You know what I mean So we set up This, this is where the story Of my store and everything comes But in my house I had a bedroom That was like a third bedroom But it was like a playroom For the kids And I had like at that time Probably like 15 to 20 pairs Of sneakers in there So we took everything out And we set up hospice So my mom made, thank God, she made my son's commute, my my son's baptism in May. Mm -hmm. And then my mom, you know, like, it's crazy, but I was in the room when my brother passed away. I watched him take him off life support. And I held my mom's hand and she took her last breath, you know, in May of 2006 when I lost my mom. right. And then what's happened, I went through another dark time. But, you know, the best thing I had was my two kids because that made me like, yo, you can't do nothing stupid. You got to be here. You got people to see. You got people to do. And then what's real crazy is, and this is where my my hand stands up, but uh, about like... I want to say two months after she passed away, yeah. I got a box in the mail and it's a piece of Nike stock framed. Just one piece of Nike stock, like $55 at the time. But the inscription on the, on the frame says, to Siraj, a piece of Nike you won't wear out. Love, mom.
1: So wow. I'm just like I'm,
2: like, I'm like, yo, what the, like, I'm like, what the, you know, I go to my dad. He didn't know nothing about it. Went to my aunt and she was like, she knows how much you love shoes and all that. As you were growing up, she wanted to leave you something. Wow. So like, you know, like I have the stock in my office, like it's on here on my wrist. Like I would never put a company's name on my body, but Nike's on my arm just because of that. It's part of that quote. So it's right under my mom. So I'm like, damn, like I like, you know, like damn, that's what made me like think like, yo, maybe I gotta do a store. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I gotta do something with Nike. Yeah. So what happened? That's what I'm saying, Sherrod. It's real, like there's a real story, the sneaker room. Like my mother not only left me the idea to open the store, wait, it gets better. Hold up, like you can't make this shit up. (laughs) Like I'm telling you, like it's real as hell. Like so I get this idea to open up a store. So I go to my pops and I'm like, yo, listen, I'm like, I know you're doing a little better now. You know, we never really went to college. We never had that. And he's like, what do you need? I'm like, I need 15 grand. He's like, for what? I'm like, I want to open up a store. And he's like, all right, cool. He takes out a loan, you know, a home equity loan. He gives me 15 grand. No problem, no questions asked. Mm-hmm. And he goes, I just hope you know what you're doing. So I told my wife, I'm like, well, mind you, let me, let me circle back to why this really happened. The piece of shit job that I was working at I had taken the family leave off because of my wife being sick. When I went back to work on like around the 12th after my son was born, they, they eliminated my position. Wow. So I didn't even have a job. So that's really what happened. Because, but it was a good thing because when I got fired, my mom got diagnosed with cancer. So I spent the three months that my mom was sick with, with my the, mother. Yeah, You Not have to go into work, you know, having her in my house and doing it. So it was a piece of shit job, but, you know, like it was a godsend that I got to spend time with her. So Absolutely. like I'm, you know, so I'm trying to think it. I go, I get the $15,000 and I don't know what the hell made me think of it. So I opened up a small store. And that's what Pete was talking about when he was here before. It was literally like 350 square feet. In downtown Jersey City, it was a closet.
0: Mm. No I'm, account, obviously. Oh, no. I,
2: I, was, I, was, I, I will say this. I was probably... <laughs> Nike hates it, but I was probably the original reseller in Hudson County, like in New Jersey. Like, I was the first reseller to ever have a store, period. And this is 06. 06. 06. I came up with this dumbass idea. And then the name is crazy because I said, oh, I'm going to name the store Sneaker. And people are like, "Yo, that shit's whack. Why? And I'm like, yo, when my mom got sick and we took the 20 pairs of sneakers out of the room, she was like, I'm sorry I took over your sneaker room. Sheesh. So she left me the story with... You know what I mean? Like, listen, Sneaker Room's a cool name. It's not the flyest name. Right. Like, it's, it's hard to brand the word Sneaker Room. You know what I'm saying? Like, it really is. And, and, you know, but she left me it. Right. So then I, that's when I got the idea. I opened up the store. It was, like, literally 350 square feet. Like, it was crazy. Like, my little son. Now,
0: but you, here, here's, yeah, yeah. you come from no business background. Nothing whatsoever. So now you're like, okay, I got to figure out how to get the product, how to pay the rent. Oh, there's a light bill that comes with this. Yeah, it. trust there's me. All these fucking things that come that's with it. That's why I
2: did it for two years and we closed. Oh, <laughs> that's why. That's why,
0: that's why that's it. Just, it So 06 two years.
2: to 08. 06 to 08, I had the store, and at that time, you know, it wasn't like today. Like resellers today, you could buy a shoe and you could make eight hundred dollars on a shoe. Mm like you could buy a Yeezy or something and make 500. You could buy a limited edition cause for 400 and sell it for 1200. Like right. it wasn't like that. We were buying grapes for 175 to flip for 200. Right. Right. Like you were lucky volume if you made game. if you made $25. It wasn't even volume. It was just that's right. all you could get. Right. Right. So like if you made $25, you was ecstatic. Right. Like, nowadays, like, people don't even touch nothing for $25. You know what no, I mean? Yeah. But I did it. You know, I, I started up. I did it. I made the right connections. I'm not going to say, you know, whatever. But I was big because I was getting stuff from out of out of sea, out of the country. Okay. Like, I was doing good with SBs. Like, okay. my, my bread SBs and butter was SBs. Like, I had 100 pairs of Pee Wee Hermans, 200 pairs of Dooms. Like, I was getting the shit that people wanted.
0: Go ahead. How were you getting that? This is pre-Facebook. This is pre-IG. This is, like, AOL chat room. This, like- is,
2: this is Googling countries and states, okay. getting the store names, and just calling up. How did you get the insight to do that?
0: Like, like what? I think mean, I need a product. Like, it's anything. Yeah. <laughs> Supply
2: and, and demand. Like, you know, if you want to sell something, you got to have it to sell. And
0: at that time, you couldn't just email Nike or figure it out No, I had, I had,
2: I No, I had approached Nike and asked them. Like, you know, I said, how do you get an account? And it was the same thing that it is today. You okay. know, you have to be in business two years, no account. Not selling our product, you know what I mean? And then we'll review it. And And trust me, they weren't opening a 350-square-foot store.
1: Right. right. And I didn't have
2: any money to bank anything bigger, you know what I mean? Right. right. So I did it for two years. Like, it was crazy. I used to walk in my store and, like, you'd see my little son in his playpen because I was the babysitter. Because my <laughs> wife was working and my little son's in the playpen. My oldest is at school. Well, what's her vibe at this point? <laughs> my wife? You?
0: Yeah, at yo, that point. Yo,
2: ride or die. Like, like straight ride or die. Like... Like we've been through we've been through some shit like ride or die like I'm do talking you, like do you
0: feel that she's that she's a major reason or she's a, a, an integral reason in in your success
2: 1000%. My man she stood any decision that I've made she was right there. Right or wrong. Right or wrong. Like bro I, I listen the house that we bought I lost in the foreclosure because of my business. So she was ride or die. Like we lost what, our 150, house 150,000. Yeah, like $1, you know I lost but... that house later on in the story but she was ride or die, you know what I'm saying? Like that's why like like people like you know there's like when you got a good woman, man, it's, you really can't fail, man, to be honest with you. Because you got somebody who's like, yo, listen, you know. Like- bars
0: right there. That's bars. <laughs> Facts. That's bars. Like, if we're, if we're to call out anything. That's it? That's one. Yeah, you can't fail, That's man. a fact, You bro. can't fail.
2: Because think about it. We could fail as men. You know what I'm saying? We can, we can make stupid decisions. But when you got somebody there that's riding with you, she's going to make sure that even though it's a stupid decision. She's guiding you, right, and uplifting you. You know what I'm saying, and going the right way. Yeah. Like you know, I'm mean? like, we could do this. You know, I'm mean? like, like we can do something. Like you know what I mean? Hell yeah! Like you know, so it was cool. So I did it for two years, and then I was like, I went to and I was like, I was like, this shit ain't working out. <laughs> I was like, what are we gonna do now? And she was like, But right.
0: why? Why wasn't it working out? Like what when, was, you're flipping, what, when you're flipping,
2: when you're flipping twenty five dollars on a shoe. Like you, like you said, like you said, do the light bill, do the rent, do marketing, Mm -hmm. do do building the store, making the store nice. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Which you had two two kids to feed. You know what I mean? Like it's not easy, man. Like like, overhead, that's the problem that people just don't understand. People want to open up a store.
0: And are you competing at that time with like the mall full? Uh, Well, you're always competing
2: with them. And then you're also competing with places like was Packer open at the time? Yeah, he was open at the time. And they're in your neck of the woods. Yeah, they they had just he had opened up his Jersey City store about six months after I opened up in Jersey City.
0: Right. So, so he
2: came after me to Jersey City.
0: Did he follow you there? Like, because he was in another part, Teaneck.
2: Nah, listen, bro. I, I don't know if it was follow. I wouldn't say that.
0: Like, did he see, like, oh, this guy, listen. little kid is making some money here. Let me.
2: Nah, because there in. was another sneaker store in downtown Jersey City at the time called Morley's. There was okay. another store. Like, it wasn't like right. I was the only store in Jersey City. You know, right. We had Lee, bro. We had sneaker stores in Jersey City. Right. Just nobody was doing the resale game. Right. Like, nobody had got that idea yet. Like, yo, I could buy stuff to flip it.
0: And it was only Nike at the time. Or yeah, were you reselling nah, it? No, just not Was anything e- else reselling it? Like,
2: not at that time, man. No, the only thing that I think I, the only thing I think I resold besides that was the Ari Mentals. Remember the artist mm-hmm. Ari that did them? Yeah. I think I had wow. a pair of those in my store and I flipped those. I'm not wow. gonna lie. Like so I did it. Like I said, I went to my wife. I was like, yo, I don't know what to do. You know, like we we might have hit the we might have hit we might have hit it. we might have hit like shit, what are we gonna do? And she was like, Well, whatever you want to do, I'm with you. So I I I knew a store in Jerry City in the hood mm-hmm. um called KD's. It was in the hood. I knew how to talk to people in the hood. You know, I'm from the hood. Okay. And I went to the two dudes who owned it. And I was like, yo, listen, I know you're about to open up another store in Newark. Like, I'd like to come on as a manager, but you know what I'm saying? Like, let's build. So they were like, all right. They gave me a job. I started working there doing, you know, the crazy retail hours. Like, you know, Christmas Eve working from, you know, from 10 a.m. to 2 a.m. Two Christmas kids Eve. and wife at home. Had to do it though, man. You know, right. we're, we're, working there, you know. So I worked there for about about a year and a half and I went to when they opened up the store in Norca, I went over there and I met a lot of people at Nike because they had a Nike account. Right. So I made a lot of connects. I made a lot of, you know, people that I met that, you know, seen what I was doing cuz they didn't know they didn't really know nothing about sneakers these two guys that owned it. So I was the one helping them get elevated. Who, who
0: were those guys? Like what was their background?
2: Uh one was just retail and one uh, was a cop.
0: Got it. So yeah. they they kind of left it in your hands to like make it pop.
2: Like they they wanted me to be the if you want to say the influencer, to right. the brand, like and this, that is what we This
0: is before like the word influencer yeah, was just
2: thrown around, exactly. Right. So I did it, like you know, I worked for them for a year and a half. It worked, like they got a Quick Strike account, you know, whatever, whatever. Everything was going good. But while I'm doing it, I'm talking to people at Nike, and they're like, "Yo, your passion is crazy. Like, you know, you could do a lot." And I'm like, "Shit, I'm like, I just don't got the money to open up a store." So I went to one did, of my.
0: Did you feel loyal to these guys too? Nah, not at all. Because of... wow. I, because I felt, I'll be
2: honest with you, I, I felt that I was just. So one of my employees is here with me. Okay. My thing is like, and you can put them on, on, on a mic later just to get this one piece of, you know, soundbite. Okay. But I treat my employees like family. Like, I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you come in, come in, man. Yeah, you come in, man. But like, my thing is like, I, I, I treat my employees like they're my, my family. They, they come to my house. They eat at my crib. Mm-hmm. We party together. We do everything together. You know what I'm saying? Like, I treat them with the utmost respect. I don't feel like I got it from there. Where you going, bro? What's over here? The mic's over here, brother. Come on, man. Tell, get, we didn't say you're coming to get comfortable. No, tell stand us your up name, there. bro. No couch, bro. No, <laughs> no, no sitting here. You're not nah, that much but family, nah, but, bro. But my thing is, like, I didn't feel that with them. Like, I felt like I was just somebody who was there to make them money. Okay. And that's all it was. Now, right. Ralph, go ahead, go ahead. What's your name? All right. I'm Ralphie. Nice to meet
0: How you. How long have you been there, Ralph? Ralphie? Uh, started in September. So, what, like, six months now? If Siraj sweeps the floor, would you sweep the floor with him?
2: We do it all the time.
0: If Suraj. Has to pick up boxes in the back of the stock room and, and, and move them around. Would you do that?
2: I mean, I drop the boxes and he helps me pick them up. I'm not going to lie.
0: Would you die for Suraj? <laughs> <laughs>
2: He died, yeah. died for me, bro He died for me. Nah, I go back. Nah, but- <laughs> I knew giving you that six month raise was some shit. Yeah, Damn, man, you died for me.
0: So you felt like nah, but like I, working there. At- but that's the case in many places, right? So you just like the- you didn't need to stay loyal there. You could have Well, I feel like they weren't I feel
2: like they weren't loyal to me. Okay. Like I feel like I wasn't like they knew I had two kids. Mm. They knew, you know, what they were paying me. So I felt right. like I was undervalued. You right. know what I'm saying? Like And if-
0: you were in a desperate time, so So
2: I had no choice. You know right. what I mean? like that, that was just a means to an end. Right. So I met the right people. Um, I knew I didn't have the money to do a partnership. You know what I mean? To do a store. So I went to one of my, my friends mm-hmm. and I said, yo, I said, I got this idea. I said, I think I can get a Nike account. I said, listen, you know, I said, I got like 20 grand in the bank, but it's going to cost like a hundred, you know, to build out the store, do everything. If you want to put it up, we can go 50-50 and, you know, and I'll get the account. And he was like, all right, let's do it. And I went to my dad and I'm not going to, I can't throw too much. I, I want to throw it out here my ex-partner was Pakistanian. Okay. And my dad being born in Karachi before the, before the you, you partition. You talk about it, Well, let's before the, No, but before the partition, no, shit. but before the partition, my dad was like, yo, don't go into business with a Pakistani. He told me straight out, like, don't do it. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Okay. And I did it because again, means to an end. So I opened up a store, you know, it was in Montclair, New Jersey. I had a Nike account, you know what I mean? And, Again, like you said before, no business training, no business ethic. You know, what I mean, like it was just, you know, hustles, hustle. Yeah. So what Figure happens it the fuck is out. we did it for like a year and a half. Then it was going well, but I was only getting paid X amount of money a week as a owner, right? Because we're putting money back in the business. Sure.
0: So then we and that's the oh, deal you agreed to with your partner. Well, well, we
2: were fifty-fifty. You know, right. what I mean, I took a salary, but you were a I working worked, partner. I was a working partner. He wasn't. he wasn't. So there was no salary for him. It was just Understood. you know the thing, the way business works. Of course, Yeah. So we opened up a second store in Jersey City. Um, You know, Nike approved it. It was like 900 square feet, the one you actually first met me at in Jersey City. Mm -hmm. And we opened it up, and then I just felt like things weren't right because I felt like, again, I'm the one busting my ass. I'm the one doing the work. And, you know, he was a great guy, so I'm not saying nothing bad about him as a guy, Mm. but it just wasn't like...
0: The business deal wasn't right. It's not
2: even a business deal. It's more like when you have a certain way that you think your business should be run or how you want to treat people, Mm -hmm. and other people are not with that, it's not part of the program. Right. So I went to him and I was like, yeah, listen, I was like, it's not working out, you know. And, he, and before I went to him, though, I'm not going to lie, I went to Nike.
0: Oh, you sneaky little No, demo. no, it's not sneaky. <laughs> okay. No, I wasn't
2: sneaky. I went to them to tell them okay. that like, listen, I think I'm going to split up my partner, but okay. I don't have credit. Right. I don't have money in the bank.
1: What does that mean? Like, for me? I,
2: like that's what I'm saying. I, I went to them not to try to cut him out, mm-hmm. just to ask them like whether or not I was going to be okay at least to keep an account and have a store. Mm-hmm. Right. You get what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah, yeah, sneaky. Yeah, it, yeah, was, yeah. it was. It was not. You. But I'm just saying it was real business because I was like, shit. I was like, you know, I can't do business with him, and if I can't do business with Nike, shit. Round three, we got to figure out another business. Right. Right. And I went to them, and they were like, you know, listen, they were like, we'll help you as much as we can. We believe in you. You know, we, we, you know you're doing the right thing, you know. And now they've
0: seen you hustle They've stores. seen Yeah, because,
2: well, they've, you know, they've, they've the came husband. to the store because, like, listen, we had two stores, and I'll be honest with you, they weren't fly. They weren't expensive. But we were, we were doing things in the community. We were servicing customers. We were bringing people out to our community. So they saw that. And they actually, like, you know how a lot of people say mom and pops are dead?
1: Yeah. yeah. They're not
2: dead, man. Like, trust me, these big, cor- these big corporations, they still look at mom and pops. As the, as the foundation Right Like I you know what I'm saying that. I so, love
0: that you said that Yeah it is
2: Nah, mom and pops are the foundation Like Foot Lockers and all, Yeah Foot Lockers eight eight 8.5 billion dollars in sales right. right But the mom and pop Gets people to want to look at Foot Locker Because the mom and pops don't have it Right Or the mom and pops showed it So we're going to go check them all Because they don't have it Right So like it, it definitely goes hand in hand You know what I mean You need both to survive And I went to them And they were like Alright They were like you know Listen bro you know Shoot your shot so I went to my partner, told him, you know, whatever, whatever. He didn't like it, of course, you know what I mean? Because I was the one doing, you know, busting my ass doing the work. Right. And then I was like, all right, cool. So as soon as we split up, I switched the name, went right back to the Sneaker Room, got rid of the old name.
0: So now what? You had two stores at the time. So what did he take? He one took,
2: took one, one. He took the one in Montclair and I took the Jersey City one.
0: And But he obviously wasn't working, so he had to find someone. At but point. he
2: knew retail. So he okay. knew retail. He was in the retail world. So okay. then he went into which he should have, okay. he took over his store.
0: And in, at any point, does he try to like... Blackball you Or
2: nah, G you Or um, do some next shit No nah, not really I'm not even okay. gonna lie Like it was just some like We, we okay, were so it, was we, an amicable it this, we weren't talking Nah we weren't talking But it was a split like It was a, a clean split, split But we weren't talking Like you know You got your shit I got my shit And let's just walk away On to
1: the next You know what I'm yeah. On to the next Do okay. what you
2: do So then when I did that I'm like alright cool Like you know Sneaker room's back Let's get it rocking Let's get it popping so
0: then, the old store, the 350 square that's foot. That's been s- gone. Right. That, that was was store, Sneaker 08. Room. That was
2: 08. a Sneaker Room to 08. Closed yeah, right. down. Right. The new store was called. The new business was Takeover.
1: Right. Takeover. But now Sneaker now, Room reopens. Yeah. Sneaker Room reopens. What, right. year, what year are we in now?
2: This is now we're going. Well, Sneaker Room came back in. Hold on a second. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. 13. 2012. 2012. Yeah. 2012. 2012. 2012, 2013. Right around there. A lot of dates, bro. No disrespect. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So I take back Sneaker Room. I'm rocking with it. You know what I mean? I'm working my... It's probably like more like... Like I said, it's probably more like 2012... End of 2012. And,
1: in Jersey City. In Jersey City.
2: Back okay. in my hood. You know, everybody... In, you know, whatever. in the spot
1: that I've been the to. The spot
2: you've been to. And you know, nothing crazy, nothing flamboyant. But Nike saw the value of it. Right. They saw this like... This kind of like gem in the rough. Doing a lot of community projects. Raising money through Nike ID and stuff like that. We'll get into that later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like I just kept telling, like yo, believe in me. I got this. I got this. Like mind you, I got no working capital, no credit. So I'm building. Like literally, you sell it, it pays the bill. You sell it, it pays the bill. Rough. So it's it's kids are getting older. It's it's tough as hell, bro. Like expenses getting high. It's really tough. Can I pause you in your story for one second? Although you said you weren't gonna, but god, fuck
1: that.
0: (laughs) I'm I'm Cindy, bro. (laughs) So, and this is why we do this. Because our aim is to inspire youth, and it doesn't matter what culture, what community you're of from. Of course, 100%. our aim is to, to tell the stories of impactful people doing impactful things in society. And now we see you walking in, expensive watch, you go on your gram. Yours a in. little
2: bit more expensive. <laughs>
0: we're talking about you. We go on your gram, and you're like taking vacations with your family. When I first met you, like it was like you were doing shit with Sean John, and like people see that. But and people want to associate with you because of who you are and what you do. But a lot of times we don't hear the real shit of all the pitfalls that you had, or the times you fell down, or the times people fucked you, or the times that that shit happened to you personally and professionally. 20
2: steps back to get two steps forward. And
0: and my belief is that you can never enjoy those wins, every time those successes, unless you've had those doors slammed on you or those fails. is that part of
2: Well it goes back to what I said in the beginning. Right. If I would have grew up with money mm-hmm. and not come from humble beginnings and not come from struggling, mm-hmm. I wouldn't appreciate anything I have now. You know what I mean? Because I came back from the losses and the L's, that's what makes me like, oh shit. You know what I mean? Like again, we're still think about, it, we're still in a nine hundred square foot store that you've been to, right? That looks like shit. Air right. conditioner sticking out the wall, black shelves, you know what <laughs> I mean? The, the register was falling and shit. You know what I mean? Like we're still in some shit. Right. And then I go to Nike and I'm like, yo, listen, I'm like, I got this idea to open up a flagship store. And no, matter of fact, I'm sorry, let's revert. Two years after doing Jersey City, I'm like, yo, I need more products. So I open up Bayonne. Right. I remember which that. which was the dumbest business idea I ever made again. Because why would you put a store five miles from your other store? Like, it's not like New York City where five miles means a big difference. It's right. Jersey.
0: Right. So
2: I opened up this other store. And I'm like, all right, cool. And I'm like, shit, this, this, this is not what I thought it was. Like, damn, what'd you do, Siraj? But I rock it for a year and a half. You know what I mean? No, two years. I rock it for two years. Mm-hmm. Then I go to Nike with this idea, and I'm like, listen, I want to open up a flagship store. And the only reason I was only rocking with Nike at the time and not other brands, to be very honest, was because I had it. But also, I only have no space. Like, you saw the store. There was no space for any other brands because it was 900 square feet. So I went into them, and I'm like, yo, I got this idea. I started showing them renderings and this shit and everything. And I'm not even—I can't say the guy's name—but I'm gonna just tell you what he told me one day. After like six months of me showing him render, he goes, "Yo, stop showing me fucking renderings. Show me a fucking building." And I was like, "G check." I was like, "All right." <laughs> I was like, "I was like, damn." So, but you know, then what I did was I found the store that I wanted in Jersey City, three thousand square feet. Opened up the flagship store, and then when I did open up that, I realized I didn't need a second location, so I closed Bayonne and just put everything into one. So now we're fast forward. That opened up in 2016. Next month is the two-year anniversary at this flagship store, 3,000 square feet. You know what I mean? We put Everybody says we put Fifth Avenue on Central Avenue because it looks like a New York store that you wouldn't normally see in Jersey City. Circle back. You know, we did our grand opening. The the night before the grand opening, I go to City Hall and I'm like to the mayor, I'm like, yo, I want to close the street for my grand opening. He's like, you know what that entails? And I'm like, yeah, you put some you know, put some traffic cones up, you put a cop there, and we're closed. He's like, well, what about emergency management, DOT, transportation? I'm like, oh, shit. I'm like, all right, so that's a no, right? He's like, <laughs> he's like, yeah, that's a no. And I'm like, all right, cool. Circle back, 8 a.m. the next morning. You will Siraj, the street's closed till 2 o'clock for you, man. You do good things for the city. Wow. And we had our street closed down, which is a main street in Jersey City, for the grand opening of our store because of what we've done. Talk
0: about what you've done, because I don't think like... A lot of the listeners really know the history of all the give back that you give, and that's vital.
2: So uh, where are we? One, two, three, four, five. So we're on number six this year. So five and a half years ago, I got this idea when I was on Nike ID. I'm just playing with Nike ID, whatever, whatever. And I designed a pink Air Max 1. And I'm like, oh, this shit's kind of hot. I'm like, damn, I wonder if I could sell this. And they were like, what you mean? I was like, well, Dornbecker... You tell,
0: you tell Nike that? No,
2: no. I'm telling my, my, my staff. Like, I'm it. telling my wife. Like, I'm like, yo, babe. I'm like, you know, Dornbecker makes shoes and they sell them for charity. And I'm like, damn, you think we could do that? And she's like, well, how much are you going to sell them for? And I'm like... Well, how do- much
0: was it to do a Nike idea? Like
2: $130 at the time. Okay,
0: so it wasn't crazy. Yeah,
2: so I'm like, sell them for $500, $1,000. You know, see what we can get.
0: Wow. That's so pretty ballsy. So she's right like, there. yeah,
2: you know what I'm saying? She's like, so you're she so she's like, so you're gonna spend four thousand something dollars out of our money.
0: Wait, how much were you thirty one pairs for thirty
2: one days of October. Okay. Okay. So she's like, you're gonna do this. And she's like, and we're not making no money off them, like nothing at all. And she's like, okay, again, ride or die. So we do the shoes and I start, you know, putting them on Instagram, you know, telling people about them, whatever, whatever. And that year was the first year was Air Max one. We raised, I think it was fifteen thousand. Donated it to Memorial Sloan in in New York City. Can
0: we talk a little bit about the business behind the charity that you do? Okay. So you take this $130 shoe. You do 31 of them. And it cost you What Four something thousand? Four thousand, Yeah yeah do the And amount. you sell f- how, how many Well pay? it depends
2: it's Like thirty one But it varied Some people <laughs> bought a thousand Some people paid two hundred Whatever people were willing to give me okay. I was willing to take
0: So you take like a donation Yeah
2: like whatever you were willing to put up So, so it comes then your, out to
0: Your gross revenue Was like nineteen Nineteen okay. something And then whatever it cost you You put back My into four thousand I took out Your investment Yeah
2: and then I put the fifteen yeah, Right into the charity
0: Cause a lot of people Like people ask us for charity all the time And like all charity is not good Charity and Well that's we my That's my
2: thing big Like if you Doing charity with me, right. like we got to see where it's going. We got to know what it's doing. But watch, you'll see how the charity's going better now when you'll see what we're talking about. So, right. second year, I did a, I did an Air Force One, same thing, raised like fourteen thousand, mm-hmm. donated to Susan G. Coleman
0: Okay. Next and year, what are people telling? Like, what is press telling you? What is like the streets? Not really. Talking? Well, the crazy
2: thing about it, and it's it's funny because. To this day, I still don't have the press. Like, I'm looking this year, and I'll tell you what I'm doing this year so you see it. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still trying to figure that part of it out because, again, not having that, that business background. You know what I mean? Right, right. So third year, we do a Pegasus because I'm like, shit, I'm going to show Nike that they should do one with me. So I'm going to take a shoe that I don't think could sell, Wh- what and your, I'm going to sell it. What,
0: what are your reps telling you? Just keep just going.
2: Said. Just like you're doing something. You're making noise. You know, Nike doesn't collab with a lot of people. Keep doing what you're doing. So I'm like, all right, I do the Pegasus again. We raised 15 grand. We donated this time to CarePoint, which you're is in Jersey City. You're putting in work. Oh, I'm busting my ass. You're, like, build, not putting in, you're
0: building something. Like,
2: this project, like, you understand, this project is not no simple shit. Like, designing the shoe on Nike ID is simple. Getting them shits in, boxing them shits up, finding people to buy them, selling them, donating the funds. Yo, it's tireless. It's, a it's, it's work. So right. I'm like, all right, cool. Like, you know, I did what, it.
0: What, what's motivating you at this point? Like, Again,
2: my mom, man. Like, because, you know, remember, I, went to free, I had a free education because, you know, she gave back. Right. So I always remember, this is what I'm going to say. When my brother passed away, I remember, and my brother was a cab dispatcher. He didn't have a real good career or nothing like that. And I remember, like, the only person who spoke at his funeral was his boss and me. I did his eulogy. Mm. But I remember when my mom passed away, the priest got up and the priest spoke. She gave twenty years of her life dedicated to this community for serving lunches, for being a pre-K aide, and all of it was free. So I remember that what she gave back. Right. You know what I'm saying? And my dad, even though he's like he's Indian, he always had this saying back in the day. And it's funny with your show. Don't be chicken-hearted. So like whatever you have, just give something back. He always had that saying. Like he would always tell us, "Don't be chicken-hearted." Like that was the thing, you know, growing up till to, the, to this day. Right. So, like, you know, my dad, not trying to be funny, he doesn't even understand what the fuck I'm doing because he's like, yo, you're donating $15,000. He's like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> right. you know, he's like, he's like you give giving me my, my fifteen dollars back? Or, you know, like, he's, right, right, right. he's like, that's my number. Like, where's my check? Right. So I'm like, all right. So then what happened was circle back to last year. No, what's last year? 17, circle back to 16. Mm-hmm. What happens is I, I meet this gentleman that works for Nike and I'm like, you know, we're having a conversation. We met at an event and I'm telling him, like, he's like, I'm telling him what I do. and He's like, yo, that's some really interesting shit. He's like, you know what? Call me next week. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? What
0: like what title is or what, big, uh, what position is big. One, of the, big one of the directors.
2: One of the directors. So I put my arm on his shoulder when we when he's leaving. It's the first time I met him. And I'm like, yo, don't talk about it. Be about it. Damn, son. That's ballsy too. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, you like, left him with that like I left him with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like I told you, it's it goes one way or the other. Right. So he calls me the next week and he's like, yo, he's like, I got a question for you. I'm like, all right. He's like, if you could do any shoe right now for your breast cancer, mind you. My mother had colon cancer. Right. Like I just like pink and I like titties. Like let's keep it real. Like you know what I'm saying. Like, like, let's, like, like let's keep it real. Like let's like let's keep it real. Like I had to, bro. Sorry. Like I to be I'm mad at bro. I had to be honest. You know what I'm saying. So I'm like, you know, because like I said, I don't even know. I don't even know anybody who's had colon cancer. Like I just found out one of my cousins had. I had. I mean, not colon. I had breast cancer. I just found out one of my cousins, like third cousins, fought it. So I'm like, okay, yes, finally I know somebody who fought it. You know what I mean? Right. So he goes, what? Would you do And I'm like I'm like I do the air cruise trainer and He's like Why And I'm like I like the shoe And Vic's my man mm-hmm. And I'm like I could get him in the store For the event Like you know, like, you know <laughs> on, what I'm On, like? on the love, yeah, love you Yeah know what Well I'll tell you how I'll tell you how I met Vic After right, I finished his yeah. charity And you won't believe it okay. So what happens is I'm like Alright cool So he's like Alright let me make some phone calls Calls me back He's like Yo I got you 50 pairs All pink, tra- pink trainer cruises For sneaker room only 50 being made That's it Okay But no sneaker room logos No sneaker room nothing It's just You're getting these 50 shoes And do what you can
0: Wow! So I said, I said, yo, that's basically a co- that's a, it's collab. a collab. It
2: was my first collab. So I right. said, what do you need me to bring back to make you guys? Who,
0: who, who on your level are they collabing with at this point? Nike. On my level, on your level, single store, nobody, three thousand square feet, nobody. Who else would they give? Have they given that
2: to nobody? The only other person that I would even say that has that not they're they're above my level, right? But that has like not a lot of stores or anything like that. Would be like concepts, right? Would be like kids. Would be the big guys, you know, the real big guys. Right. But yeah. nobody on the smaller sense, right? So. You know, he's like, I'm like, how much you need me to raise? He's like, ah, oh, you know, if you raise like twenty grand, you know, you did fifteen, that's Gucci. You know, I'm like, all right, cool.
0: So how many pairs he gave you? Fifty, 50 pairs. 50 so pairs. fifty pairs, twenty. That's that's not a lot of money.
2: So I put in my legwork, right? Making phone calls, everybody I know, telling them these are so limited, telling them this, telling them that. So we have this event at the store,
0: and it's Cruz too. So it's like that helps because yeah. he's from Nah. No, the defi- area. definitely helps. It's a good like. It's a good vibe. It's right. a good Synergy, vibe. Yeah. So
2: we we go to the event. You know, we're 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 in, and Cruz didn't even know either. So
0: did you put a price tag, or were you taking donations again?
2: Uh, uh, let me get into my story, man. Let me okay. tell my story. My bad, so bro. we get to the we get to the event. It's October 2016. You know, two dudes from from Nike flew out from Portland for the event. One of them okay. was the gentleman that helped me. So we're sitting at the event. I got some fly shit. We got music, we got caterers, you know. No, you know, maybe Sherrod this year or DJ Mine on the arm for charity. We'll throw that out First there. First of all, you never you know asked. I know, I didn't say, whoa, well, I didn't say you did it. I just said maybe this year you will. That's I, all I I'm said. There. We okay. We do it, man. You know DJ USA, you know, <laughs> shout out to Simple Plug, DJ USA Events. <laughs> but um not nah, so we do the event and what's crazy is so you know, I knew where I was donating the money already. So I had talked to them and whatever. So we set up so everybody's in the event. Now, mind you, nobody saw the shoe yet. Cuz I was selling this shoe blind. Why? Like the people Why? that bought the shoe never seen the shoe. Because it wasn't me- about the shoe. Exactly. It was about the core. So I'm telling you're going to pink, you know, you're going to pink cruise. That's yeah. it. Yeah. So they don't know. So what I do is I'm like, all right, cool. I want everybody to go outside real quick. And everybody's like, what the fuck? So we go outside. Here comes the ambulance. Sirens on, lights on. I got the video. And then boom, the hydraulics drop. The two people get out. They pull out the stretcher. And there's this crane of cruise on the stretcher. And they pull it in on the stretcher. Whose
0: idea was that? Mine, all mine. Not even going front, all mine. <laughs> Team was all wasn't mine. Nah, that
2: one was mine. Everything else they were with me. That was my my idea. <laughs> so boom, we pull. Everybody's going crazy. So then we start talking. I have a survivor speak, and then I'm like, so I had the hospital there that I was donating the money to. So what I did was, I said, listen, I said my idea was that we wanted to give something back to the community. So I said I got this really good idea that you know we could do the, at the Christie Kerr Center in Jersey City. We have a, you know, um, women uh, imaging center where they do all the mammograms. They do chemo, all that stuff there. So when you go there, the waiting room is real dismal and dark. It's like you feel like you're going there for like the scariest time of your life. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, ah. Uh. So I'm like, I want to redo this waiting room. So whatever. So the people next, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm like, you guys asked me to raise $20,000. i am like, you know, and that was cool. I'm like, I-, I struggled with it. So my guys in the back, like I see his teeth, like shit, like what this guy do? And I'm like, yo, well, here's the check for 75000 Oof. And, like, everybody just was like, oh, shit. Like, did you really just raise $75,000? So, to 50 pairs, you 75K.
0: 75,000. And me. everyone for the event donated their time. No one charged you shit. Nah, nobody. Catering, the food, everything the, food, the catering,
2: the cupcakes, the wine, everything was comped.
0: Do you, do you feel you get everyone to give you that on the arm because of your, your passion for the I cause and the truth the realness behind well, it? Well, it's
2: the passion, but it's also because they know the money's not going to Suraj. Yeah. Like, I don't think Nike would... Would do something being the billion dollar company with someone who they thought was pocketing the money or doing anything of that nature. Absolutely. So we donate the seventy five thousand.
1: What does Nike think at this time?
2: Oh no, nah, they're like they're they're impressed. They're like, wow, you know, you did some crazy shit. Like, you know what I mean. So then you know me, I'm like, I right, you know, come January. So what are we doing this year?
1: Yeah. You know and what? what now twenty seven. It's twenty
2: seventeen. So I'm like, what are we doing this year? Now, mind you, these projects are the big projects I do. Like, you know, like this is big right, money. Right. I, I buy turkeys for the hood, you know, for, for Thanksgiving for last year's last year. I catered the, the shelters Thanksgiving dinner, you know, out of my pocket. I've been doing a toy drive for the last six years. That's my biggest project that I do every year. So I do a lot of projects like this is like we just did an Art Max event where I had 30 artists donate pieces. And we raised $12,000 for the Boys and Girls Club in one night or for the pieces. Yeah. So I so do a lot of- people came and bought the pieces. They came and they auctioned off and bid on the pieces and all the money was donated and the artist gave the pieces on the arm. Right. You know what I mean? So I went to Nike. I'm like, what are we doing? I flew out to Portland. We have a conversation. And what was crazier about the conversation was while I was out there talking about what we could do this year, which last year we did the Air More Money project mm-hmm. and we did the, the, the Kyrie project, which came These out. These are
0: all projects that you conceptualized. Yes. now, right? But so what's it's...
2: crazy is we're at this meeting and we're talking about this project I want to do. And, and, you know, and my, my biggest thing was the year in 2016, I flew out on my own dollar to, do, to Portland and I went to the Dornbecker auction. I always wanted to see it because they do an auction every year. Yeah. So I flew out and I'm like, oh, shit, this is like really like, wow, this is like this is what it's about. So when we're there and, and I'm on campus, you know, they bring me into a meeting and Mike Dowdry, who's the dude who, you know, started Dornbecker all those years ago and Lee Banks walk in. And I'm just like, oh, and then Mike's had to leave, whatever, so I'm with Lee. And he's like, you know, he's like, we only have Dornbecker. Because I'm, I'm asking, you know me, I'm like, yo, so how can Sneaker Room get down with Dornbecker? <laughs> like, you know what <laughs> I'm saying? <laughs> I'm like, yo, how can we get down with Dornbecker? He's like, yo, Siraj, he's like, you got to understand, bro. He's like, there's three stores in the country that carry Dornbecker outside of Nike. So it's Shoe Palace out in, in, in L.A., which is shit, 100 and some, George and those guys got like 150 stores. Like, they're, they're one of the biggest it's Mr. Allen Sports out in Detroit, which are dope. They got the two brothers, real good guys. They got like 18 stores. And then the other partner is Sneaker Villa in Philly, which has, you know, shit. Mega yeah. stores, 90 That's DTLR now. 90 sure. or 100 stores. So, you know, like these right. are all big guys. Here I am, the single guy. Like, how can I get Dornbecker? You know what I mean? You only got you only got three partners in the country. And he's like, it's funny you ask. He's like, We want you to sign the contract. We want you to be the fourth partner in Dornbecker. Wow. And I'm just like I started crying. I'm like, shit. Like, I, started, I really started crying. And I'm like... And
0: did you attribute that to all the efforts that I think it was definitely the because the of
2: all the charity work pre-poses. that we've done and they've seen what we're doing. So last year in 2017, we became the fourth partner in the country for Dornbecker. Okay. Now, Dornbecker, people don't understand what that really is. People just think you get hot shoes and, you know, whatever. No, it's the Dornbecker so, But no, nah, but that. you have to understand what it is, though. Yeah. There's six shoes designed by kids with clothing and apparel to go with it. Let's be very honest here. So the commitment that we make to Dornbecker... Is that we're buying this pack. The pack is 90, it was, last year was like $90,000. Right. So you're buying $90,000 worth of product. Mm-hmm. Forty five. you pay to Nike because Nike donates that part out of theirs to the hospital.
0: Okay.
2: So I have to write a check, which is this October, because you go to the auction and you bring the check to the auction mm-hmm. for $45,000. But the good shit in the pack, like last year was the VaporMax, the DB, um, the Uptempo. And possibly the Harachi. let's just say it.
0: And you say the good shit, meaning what the streets do. The streets want, shit.
2: yeah. So, like, being part of Dornbecker,
0: Risky took, business. I took
2: a $30,000 L right off the back. Like, right. we only brought back $60,000 out, out of the money. Because
0: the shit just doesn't it move. It doesn't
2: move sometimes. And you can't return that. Right. So this is a commitment that you're making to charity. Like, listen, just to be a part of this organization and give back to this hospital. Right. Which is amazing because, like, I went last year. I, so the first year I went by myself, when they told me I was a partner... Last year, I flew out for a partner's dinner, and then I took my wife and my kids to go to Dornbecker to go. And now
0: your family is inspired by you. They see what you do. Well, yeah, man.
2: You know, like, listen, I want to teach my kids, you know, like, how my parents taught me. So I took my, like, what's crazy is, like, the funny thing about it was Dornbecker was amazing, I'll tell you that. But what's really crazy is you got me, my wife, and my two kids walking around Nike campus in Portland. Like you know what I'm saying, like like, like you got us chilling, like I'm going to meetings like with young athletes to talk about future shoes, and my wife and kids are there chopping it up with the designers, giving them input. Like I'm at I'm at Nike basketball, like talking about LeBron's and Kyries, and I'm like, and my, my my kids are with me. So like this is like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and then I go to this auction where it's like the you know, the most upscale people in Portland, and it's like we're there, my wife, like it's a sneaker room on the seats, but it's me, my wife, and my kids. Right. And then the day before, which was amazing. We got to tour the hospital and see the Dornbecker Hospital, meet the kids, meet the parents, meet the doctors. So it's like, yo, I'm like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? So then we do the Dornbecker thing. We come back. And right when we come back, we had just come off of launching the the Air More Monies, which were three shoes, um, you know, sneaker room. Mm -hmm. This time we had sneaker room on the insoles. So it was dope. But it was a fun project, but it wasn't really crazy because, like, it was just color play. Like okay, we could do this. You could do pink. You could do black. You could do white. And the designers did most of it. I'm not even going to front. It was dope as hell, but we didn't have a lot of input. We just right. got the shoes and we sold them. And that breast cancer project, we raised 114 thousand.
0: On that one.
2: On that on those three shoes together.
1: Wow. wow. So we did
2: because that because this year we brought in a shoe at retail. So like one was cheap, one was middle, and one was oh shit, you got the exclusive one. Right. So we went in on that. Were people
0: going crazy for it.
2: Yeah, man. It's it's still surreal. Like I was in a I was in the store the other day and like to see the shoes reselling. Like that's still surreal to me. Like, oh shit! Like a shoe that we designed, you know, yeah. is reselling. So what's crazy is the next project that I had. This started around like April with the good guys over at Nike Basketball. I was like, yo, listen. I was like, I got this idea. I want to do a shoe, and I was like, they were like, well, what athlete you want to use? And I was like, Kyrie, and they was like, why? I was like, he's from Jersey. I'm from Jersey. Did you know Kyrie at the time? I don't. I still don't know Kyrie. I met him once. <laughs> like you but, know, what but I'm you saying? met him. Yeah, I met him. But like I'm through like, the through this through this. But I'm like I'm like yo. He lost his mom. I lost my mom. Okay, so you you, you tied everything yeah, together. Yeah, and they're like, okay, they're like, it sounds good. We got to pitch it to him. So they're like, all right, I guess they went and pitched it. And it's funny because one of the dudes calls me up and he's like, yo, we walked into a meeting with Kyrie. And he's like, there's a picture of you and Victor Cruz on the wall with a pink shoe. And they're telling him like you raised X amount of money.
0: Oh, And shit. that's how they
2: pitched it to him, like, to see if he would okay it. Wow. And, and, and he was like, all right, let's do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's do it. So... That shoe was really crazy because we got to design it. Like, myself, input. my staff. Also Jeff, the whole Jeff, squad Jeff, Yeah, now. Jeff, who's our creative director at the store. Jeff had a lot of input, which Jeff is also known as the Rose King because he does roses. Okay. We put a rose that he, you know, that he did on the shoe. Yep. So, like, it was really a team effort. Like, yeah, I wish I should have brought the shoe, but, like, there was a symbolic. I mean, like, for, for the first thing that was really crazy to me was, like, we took off the Kyrie logo off the tongue. And we, Jeff made a new logo, and it said, Mom. So, let me take Kyrie's logo off the shoe. Right. Then on the inside, where the signatures are on the inside of the tongue, they let me take that off. And I got to put EK for my mom's initials, Ellen Kaufman, and EI for Eileen Irvin for, for his mom's initials on the inside of the shoe.
0: Wow. You know incredible. what I mean? So, so it was a lot of creativity. A lot of freedom. creativity,
2: so it was really dope. So we did that project. We released the two shoes. It was only 300 total. And we, we raised 84000 off of that for moms. So you know what I'm saying? So we're close to, you know, to 200000 off of that. Then when you tie in the, the Dornbecker from last year, we're a quarter million. You know, raised and donated. So everything's going good. So, you know, I go back like I always do in January. Yo, so what are we doing this year? You know what I mean? <laughs> What's so next? So we're in 18 now. So uh, I can't say the shoe. Nike yeah. goes, we're going to give, you're going to pick four shoes that you would want to do.
0: So they want to make it bigger and better so every year. They want to help it's you. It's growing. It's growing. They want to so support you.
2: Hopefully next year is the year that it finally comes to like fruition, like as big as I picture it. Mm-hmm. But either way, if it stays this small, I'm still way fucking happy because it's a beautiful thing. Absolutely. Yeah, So anything. Like, so they let me. They give me the four shoes. I give it to them. They pick the one that I could rock with. All right, cool. Go okay? ahead.
0: You never have to do an idea again to do this program. No, nah. this is your 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 grandfather. Well, I hope so. I hope from your mouth right. to God's ears, yeah. man. Right. As premium people would
2: say, alhamdulillah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, they're calling you now and saying, "What do you want to do?" And they're giving you more. Well, uh, no, and don't creativity. don't get it twisted. I gotta still. Uh, still gotta I still got, like it. I
2: was out there in January. I flew out to Portland on right. my own dime. Right, right. right. You still got to work. Them. Yeah, still got to work and put effort in. But you know they see it, so I pick out the shoe. So I'm thinking again, it's just going to be the color play. Like let's do the color play, and they're like, well, okay. So this year you're gonna work with, and the guy's name is Ernesto. He's a designer, and then Rally, who's a Nike Air Force One developer. Who's that's my homeboy, good dude. I met him because he worked on Dornbecker. Okay, real nice guy. And they're like, these two guys are gonna work on your shoe. So I'm like, all right, cool. Shoes. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, what are we doing? And they're like, okay. So they're like, tell them what you want to do. Any shoe. So, no, the shoe that we had picked okay, out. Right, okay. So we picked out the shoe and it's like, all right, I want to take this off the tongue. No problem. I want to do this material. No problem. I want to put this in the shoe. No problem. I want my mom's initials in the shoe. No problem. Like this year, and I, I won't give a of, but I even got my own handwriting on the shoe. Wow. So, like, it, it definitely turned into something big. It's going to be three shoes again. You know, it's going to be a pink one. That's the cheapest one. Oh, well, so the pink one is going to be, it's really crazy. I'm not even going to say numbers because they're going to get, they're going to get upset. But pink one, <laughs> white one, black. Because we just came up with some ideas that we just worked on this week. So it's three shoes. Mm-hmm. And they're going to, you know, again, go into breast cancer. And then the Kyrie, we're doing the Kyrie 4 again. And we're doing two colors again this year, switching it up, changing it up. And, again, these are shoes that we designed in-house. But what's really dope about the Kyrie thing was, was which was Phenomenal was, yo like the dude wore them on the NBA court. Like oh, I saw that. Like yeah, a, lot saw of pe- that a lot of people have collabs, but like who could say the dude wore it on the NBA court? And the crazy thing was he wore it multiple times.
0: Did that? Did that circle back to you emotionally and say, "Oh, this mom." So
2: I went and bought the tickets for the game that he like. I bought my own tickets. You know, shout out to them for not giving me tickets. I still love <laughs> y'all though. Nah, you know, wow. But I bought my own tickets for the game, and like we went me F3 and three of my boys. Right. And like it was dope like you know Wayne who's who's the Nike um, like basketball rep that deals with Kyrie, like I know Wayne. So before the game he brought Kyrie over and was like, "Yo, Kyrie this is the dude who de-. and Kyrie had the gold roses on which were the limited ones and I had them mm-hmm. on too." Right. He's like, "This is the dude who designed them blah blah blah." And I'm like, "Yo, God bless, you know, it's a beautiful thing." And we we had a nice little conversation. After the game we met up again. I gave him a little token, you know, of what we did, and he was just like, "Yo, whatever y'all want to do, let's work." You know what I mean? Like it was a good conversation, but it was so real because, like, yo, not only is, like, yo, you're wearing a shoe that my mom's name's in on the NBA court. On top of that, like, yo, Huge. we designed this shoe. Right. You know what I'm saying? It says sneaker room on the insole. Like, right. this is, like, some shit. Like, you know, and and we got a lot of, like, the media buzz went crazy. But, again, it was all for charity. Right. Like, right. that's that's the thing that people don't understand. Like... Like, look at what you, you know, if you give back, good things come to you. Right. And that's what people don't realize. Like, everybody's always so work focused on a dollar. Right. I got to make this dollar. I got to make that dollar. No, I can give it back. It'll come back. Right. It'll, it'll be all right. You'll be okay.
1: The intent, the intent is for impact versus the dollar, right?
2: Well, bro, like, listen, we have a multi-billion dollar company now doing collabs with us. Like, that, that just solidifies anything you want to say. Like, I got, so this year we have the, the breast cancer shoe, which is three shoes, mm-hmm. and the Kyrie, which is two. So we have five shoes with Nike. Like oh, you know, what I'm saying right. like I don't I don't know too many people that can say that. Like if you told me tomorrow my career was over with shoes, I'm I'm good. Like I, I think I wrote my book totally. Like you know, what I'm saying like the, the like, cra- here's the crazy like, like, here's like.
0: the crazy part that I know and you know that the shit is just starting. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know that's what saying. that's the crazy part.
2: Oh, well, I hope so. Like, no, you know but like we know
0: we know so. I mean, you you're, you're not even in the prime of your career yet. Like. Well, you
2: know what it is. I just think that you know what it is? a lot of people with stores or store owners or whatever you want to call it or influencers or creators. Are you an influencer? They feel entitled. Wait, are you an hold influencer? Hold up. They feel entitled. Okay. They feel entitled. I don't feel entitled. So when I go in, I don't go into meetings like, yo, what are you going to do for me? I tell them what I'm going to do for them. Like, I tell them, like, I'm going to make your product better. Like, give me this product, not because I'm a cool kid. Mm-hmm. Give me this product because my consumer wants it and I want to sell your shit. Right. Like, I'm not coming to you going, yo, I'm Sneaker Room. I did three shoes with you last year. You know, you bow down. Right. I'm going, yo, Nike. I'm bowing. Like, yeah. what, are, what are we doing? Right. Like, what can we do? I go humbled. You know what I'm saying? Like, because to me, it like, to be honest with you, this, this is still a whirlwind. You know what I mean? Like, for my whole Absolutely. career to be where I'm at and, like, even to be here speaking with you guys and telling my story, like, it's a whirlwind. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, it's, still, not, it's still not over, like you said. It's just like the beginning no, chapters. It's just heating up. B. So I'm like, like, you know what I mean? Like, I got asked to be on it. Like, the other day I was at the hospital visiting the NICU for about where the money we're going to put. Mm-hmm. And like, yo, they gave me ID badges to the hospital. Wow. Like I'm like yo, wait, I could park for free. And they're like they're like yo, you could walk in the emergency room, and I'm like oh shit, like yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like so it's kind of it's kind of weird, you know. Sometimes like it's surreal because like I said, like you know I'm talking to my dad, and you know, he's this old little Indian guy, 77 years old, and I'm trying to explain to him that I wrote a check for 114,000. He's bugging on. And he's you. like he's like, so you, what the hell? Are you? you know, he's, his native tongue. He hasn't even had that accent in so many years, and like his, <laughs> I'm just like yo, what's up, man? How you doing? He's like he's like you know, but. Like, you know, like now when we go back to the hospital and like I took my dad when we cut the ribbon, when you go to the emer you know, the waiting room and it says, you know, there's a waiting room that's been fully remodeled. Um, the the pink shoe is on the wall, the Victor Cruz shoe. We have that's one there. Amazing. Um, you know, the whole wall, a mural Jeff did the mural from the store. When you walk there and you see that and it says this shoe this room was dedicated was donated from Siraj Kaufman's sneaker room in memory of his mom, Ellen Kaufman. Like, it means something. Like, I got an email the other day, and it was when I was on vacation. Shout out to Jen at the store. She knows, like, she doesn't want to bother me when I'm on, when I'm on vacation. But she sent me an email, and it was the best email I ever got in my life. It was a woman sitting in the waiting room that was like, it was, it, was, it was crazy. It was a long email, but she just basically said that while she's in this waiting room going through the darkest time of her life, you know, she goes through this every year with the mammograms, and she goes, this year I walked in, I thought I was in the wrong place. Because it's so lively. There's a shoe sitting on the wall. There's a pink mural of a butterfly. And she was like, you know, she went in detail about when I saw your name, I Googled you. I knew it was a store that my nephew shops at. So it's so amazing what you did. It's, you know, your mom's legacy lives on and all. But the best thing about it was the end of the email. And that's the most important part to me. She goes, on behalf of the women of Jersey City and on behalf of the women of the world, we thank you. And I was just like, oh, shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like wow. Like, you know, what I mean, what when you get something like that, you know what I mean? Like that really... Means something You yeah, know what I mean yeah. Like I talk to kids Like I had an alternative High school for bad kids Or you know Kids with problems If you want to call it mm-hmm. Their, The teacher hit me up Brought six students To my office To talk to me About trying to get them on, You know Get them straight on track You know We have we've go to Today I spoke at a college Which is crazy Like I'm speaking at colleges I don't even have College education And they want to hear What <laughs> I have to say Like I'm just like I'm like you guys When I walk in I'm like you guys Know I have no degree Like you know what I mean so it, it is really crazy, but, like, we touched on everything. So, so Rob, what do you want to know now? We know everything. Like, I don't know what else to talk about. Funny stories, life stories. What do you want to I got a nah, lot of man. shit. Nah, man.
0: I just think, like, like for, for the, you know, the biggest thing is that you are, I mean, there's things that you pointed out that I didn't even know, uh, and that's what I told you in the beginning, that I really don't know everything. Yeah. And there's still so much more, right? There's layers and layers and of layers. Of course. If like we keep pulling back the layers. Mm-hmm. But to me, I mean, it's inspiring, like so your work is going to make me go home get with my team tomorrow and be like yo we're cool we make money and we work and we do all this shit but let's let's think a little bit about how we can Following Siraj's footsteps well, Not,
2: well shit Call me and bring me in on it I want to have fun with y'all too No, <laughs> like, no, no You like, know what i Erica call me
0: <laughs> But to me That's that's well, what it's all about the whole thing It's about, it it about leaving is, an like, impact But, but the thing bigger. about it
2: Is like Don't get me wrong It's I bust my ass Like when these charity yeah, no, projects like, you know, like my staff God bless them Like Ralph you know It was crazy with Like Jen, Ralph, Jeff Everybody Hamlet, everybody Like it was crazy When we got these shoes Because we never had something Of 500 pairs Right, Trying right. to you know Get this Then you got people calling up We put them online You know it was like whole big new process new learning curve for us sure but we got it done so it's a lot of work but again like i tell rewarding. people I, but, I, but like i tell people though it sounds like a lot of money we donated right it is a lot of money right but it wasn't my money right like that's what i want people to yeah, understand but you're the facilitator no but that, that's the truth but what i'm trying to say is like you you have your company right mm-hmm. you make money yeah but they don't need your money you see what i'm trying to say they don't need juicy's money yeah it's just money that you guys can facilitate through who you are and who you know. Conduit. That's exactly my. That's all I'm trying to say. Because you know what it is? A lot of people, when they hear this story, like, oh shit, we can't raise that kind of money or we can't get that kind of. You know what I mean? Right. Yes, you can. It might not be as much, but it could be something. And that's the thing. Like, I started off with $13,000, $14,000. It grew to one fourteen. dollars It wasn't that overnight. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, bro, if you do a walk in, you know, you, you do something for like, all right, you did, de- not trying to be funny, you DJ the breast cancer Rent for free, right? You probably normally charge for an event like that five grand for two hours with your equipment and all. I'm just saying. But that, but that counts. Absolutely. So you get what I'm saying? Like, right. little things like that, that will build. But then the other thing is, like, I've met so many people through this stuff that other stuff has happened.
0: That's 100 You know what I'm saying? Like,
2: like the That's caterer that did about. my catering catered a wedding for somebody. The flower lady who did the flowers for our stuff has done events for them. Right. So it like, it's like... It when ties back... When all- you, no, it's just that when you give back shit comes back. Good shit happens, yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 you know, like... And even if it doesn't, we, who cares? it's not that why oh, no, who cares? It, right? But karma is real. Work. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Karma is something that's you really real. You got that real. from your dad? Yeah, 100%. You know that. That was the Indian culture there. Karma, India, that was yeah. the culture. That was the culture.
0: Karma cool. could be a bitch, too, if you do the wrong thing as well. That's so you got to be... Oh, careful.
2: we know that one, too, buddy.
1: I want to know... What's up, Juice? So we got to know your story from the philanthropy side, and obviously your upbringing and everything like that. Going back to culture a little bit, um, is it important for you to kind of educate your kids on your background and your culture and your roots and things like that?
2: I mean, the problem with me is to be very honest with you, though, like my mother's side, I was never close to them. We were kind of the outcasts because we lived in the projects and all that. My mom's gone. Mm-hmm. So there's not really too much for me to find out on that side. Okay. And, and let's be honest, I'm going to be very, you know, very, yeah. very translucent. Please. Please, When I was growing up, I didn't think it was important, which was stupidity on my part. Like you know what I mean? Like right. growing up in an urban area and not doing it, like you really didn't care about, you know what your what your ethnic backline was or, or what you've done or you know what I mean. Right, you, right. you were more worried you, about you were more about or oh, if I could get the shoe or if I could do this. <laughs> right. Like you know what I'm saying? Or like I can't afford that. You weren't worried about that. Same thing with yeah. my dad. Like my dad tried to teach me Hindi. Right. And I was like, are you crazy? Like I don't want to right. learn another language. Like right. now right. I'm like. Damn, I should have learned another language. Right. I'm like, what did I do wrong? Right. So, like, with my kids, like, I'm more so just teaching them about myself and my wife.
1: Okay. Absolutely. You know, don't get
2: me wrong. They spend, like, my, my dad, 77, every weekend we spend with him. That's right. not even Amazing. a question. He's with me every weekend. You know what I mean? And that stuff. But... Like, I'm just teaching him my background. And, like, the culture, like, for the sneakers and all that, it's kind of crazy. My oldest doesn't really relate to it. He's just, you know, he's cool, but he likes reading books. He wants to be a doctor. He's in college now, so God bless him. Absolutely. My little one is my mini-me who's going to, you know, probably take over the business because he likes to talk. He's running around. He knows his shit. You've seen him at shows. You know what I mean? So, So that's really where that goes. You know what I mean? But something I wanted to touch on real quick was, and it's something that you said before, You said about me vacationing, you said about me going away with my family and stuff like that, right? Yeah. But did you touch on every time I'm on vacation what I do? Cause I make it a point that whatever I see what you do. Cause I make it a point. let talk about I that. I make it. Yeah. That's what I want to say. Like I see when what you, you travel do. and you're on a vacation. I, see, I think
0: brown paper bags. No, no, there's a lot of. Well, when
2: you make when you when you vacation. All Star
0: Weekend. I saw you. Well, did this is the thing. Shit.
2: When you vacation and you go on these trips, like you spend ten grand on a trip for four to go to an island, mm-hmm. right? But now, like when you're on the island, you do excursions. Mm-hmm. So what I do is every time we go somewhere, I tell my family like if we were going to do three excursions, we're going to do two, and the money from one is going back to the island. So like we were in Mexico one year, it was like four years ago, we're in Mexico, so my wife knows how I am, so we go to Mexico, whatever, whatever, I'm like, yo babe, we got to find like a shelter or something out here that we can go view, she's like, oh, I already found it, Casa Hogar, she pulls up the whole thing, shows it to me, I'm like, shit, you know me, she knows me, she's like, all right, so we get we get a driver, we go to Walmart, and I, well, she called up this place first, and she was like, what do you guys need, and they were like, we don't need toys, we don't need clothes, we need school uniforms, school shoes and books, so I'm like, I right, bet, we go to Walmart, spent like $500, nothing crazy, the cab driver takes it, but like going to Castle Hall Garden, cab driver's real cool. He's like, oh yeah, a lot of Americans go there and try to, you know. So we go there. So me being a guy, I am. I'm like, yo, my man, you want you have been inside? He's like, no, I'm like, you want to come in? He's like, well, I got to work. I'm like, no, keep it running. Let's, you know, like let's go in. So he goes in with me, and we're touring it. We give the kids the stuff. It's real, you know, real, real, you know, good feeling. And what's really crazy was the lady Olga who runs it, right? Like she's washing clothes for 32 students by hand. Mm. And I'm like, like what's up? You know what I'm saying? The wash machine broke. So I'm like, my wife looks at me. She's like, all right, go ahead. So I asked the dude. He takes me to Home Depot. So I buy a washing machine. So I'm like, all right, cool. So now I'm they're like, we can't deliver it for four days. And I'm like, no, I want my kids to see that it's. So we, we hire a family outside. They got a pickup truck for 50 American. They throw the, the washing machine on a pickup truck, and we bring it back. And then I Crazy. take a picture with just a sneaker room hat on it. And, you know, and my thing is, like, some people might look at that or, again, when I was at All-Star Weekend this year, what I did was I'm at All-Star Weekend and I'm out there with my oldest son and I'm watching everybody at all these parties. I'm watching everybody pop bottles, five grand, ten grand, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, everybody, crazy, everybody, right? everybody's buying all these crazy. all these sneakers out there that weekend. But I'm like, damn, I don't see no real shit on the gram. So I'm with two of my boys from, I'm with my son and one of my boys from out here and one of my boys live in L.A. So I'm like, yo, gee, I got this idea. He's like, what's up, Sharaj? And I'm like, yo, he's like, I'm with you. We pull up to a McDonald's. We order 300 breakfast burritos. We order 300 hash browns. The guy's like, it's going to take us like 45 minutes. We're cool. We sit down. We have breakfast. And then we get them out and we go out to you know, Skid Row, start handing out breakfast. So now my thing with me saying all this is why I'm saying it is why a lot of people might look at something like, oh, this dude's trying to boast on mm-hmm. what he does. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, I'm trying to fucking inspire you. Yeah. Like if you don't know what I do, you won't get inspired. You'll just be like, okay, Whatever. If you see what I do, I'm trying to just show you that, yo, instead of buying that bottle for $500 at the club, it's costs me $650 at McDonald's to change 300 people's lives. You get what I'm saying? Like, Absolutely. Like, come on. Like, instead of going out on that jet ski for those two hours with my kids, the, the place has a washing machine that still works. I still talk to the woman. And all I'm trying to do is, like, that's really what, like, it's crazy. Like, I love my business. I love my store. But like if I could do my philanthropy and just give up working, I would just do philanthropy. Like, but you know, it's it's the means to an end. But I'm just saying, like, I just really like if people ask me like, yo, Siraj, what do you want to do in life? All jokes aside, like, not even trying to be funny, I just want to inspire. That's all I wanna do. Like that, that would be it. Like, I don't wanna be rich, I don't want to have a fortune. Because trust me, I would have been rich already if I didn't give back so damn much. Like, yo, know, it's, like, it's a real shit. <laughs> but you're rich, I, you know what I'm saying? Oh, well, no, my heart, is, my heart is, my heart is full. That's yeah. what I'm saying. You what's gotta, rich and well, what's Well, that's success. what I'm saying. If you go materialistic. But if you really, how do you really, well, that's the perfect point. You said it. What success? Yeah, what, what is rich and what is successful. Right. Exactly. You you hit it you hit, nailed it right there. Yeah. So that that's really what yo, it you is you just like.
0: fucked my head up, bro.
2: I hope so, man.
0: No, you really did. I hope so, man. Like and this every is every time, time I talk real every shit, every time bro. you text me, <laughs> you fuck my head up. Because
2: it's real shit, man. Like you got all these people like, yo, there's people out there that have fucking positions that don't use their positions. Like you got people that are celebrities that they're all about being a celebrity. I right, cool, use that celebrityness. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can use that shit. Like, I'm a little guy from Jersey City who's using whatever means he has to do shit. Bars. You, got, you got fucking 10 million followers, 2 million followers, and you're worried about selling your fucking your lipstick line. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, let, let's work. Like, that's the real thing. That's why, like, this year, my big thing is, like, you know, I got my DJ now. Lock that in. <laughs> but, like, really, no, you know, what I'm looking for is, like, and maybe you can help me because I don't have this. Like, I'm looking for, like, like, a publicist or something that can help us take this project that we're doing and get it on Good Day New York. Get it on, like, the Ellen Show and let people know there's a small guy in Jerry City raising a quarter million to $300,000 off of sneakers so that we can make it bigger next year. You get what I'm saying? Because we've never 100%. done that. All we've been doing is this grassroots thing from, you know, from Instagram and still killing it. But people need to know so that other people get involved. You know what I mean? Like, you guys just did something big with another brand. You feel me? There's a lot of shit out there to do, man. Like, it's not... You know what I'm saying? It's not over, oh, man. No, it's, it's, it's a lot of shit to do. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. the give back is real, man. Like, nah, that's what real. I'm saying. Like, people don't understand it.
0: That That's what people are going to remember you for, man. I think, like, I think telling the story is so important. And then I think just finding that that the people that believe in you and believe in 100%. what you do... 100 ...to stand next to you. And I, I feel like that's why, like, you deal with, like, so many people. Like... All the time, but that's why people Bro, who, so who mess give, with
2: you really But I'll give mess an example. You. So Vic, me and Vic right. are very good friends. When, they, like when you say Vic, who listeners don't know, Vic, the who Vic Cruz. Is? So what happens is people always go, "Yo, how long you known him for? You must have known him forever." First of all, yo, I'm not a big football guy. Like I was never really into sports. I would never know that. Yeah you, yeah, you know, looking at your Instagram exactly. on Sunday. Yeah. So what happens is, season. so what happens is, like, yo, one day we're sitting in the stores right after the Giants win a Super Bowl, and some dude, it wasn't even on Instagram, it was on Twitter. Tweets, how do I shop there? So I go. come again. What? How do I shop there? That's the tweet. They tweet Sneaker Room. Mm-hmm. How do I shop there? Mm-hmm. So I go to my guy and I go, yo, who's this? They go, yo, that's Victor Cruz. He just won the job at the Super Bowl. I'm like, I don't know the fuck that is.
1: Wow. And he, wow. So, he, so, I go, so
2: I go back and I go, you walk in the door. <laughs> and That was my tweet back. And then, so you tweeted him right back. Yeah, and then two days later. He, Some, your two, team was probably like, yo, Victor Cruz yeah, just tweeted Yeah. And then two days later, he walked in the door. That's crazy. And now five years later, like, yo, that's my, you know what I'm saying? Like, we was just at the casino last week. Like, that's my brother. But off of Instagram. Like that was like th- that just shows you how authentic and real it is. Like it was off of, my bad Twitter.
1: Twitter, yeah. You know
2: what I'm saying? Like, and you know, like, and he has he does a lot for the jury, um the Boys and Girls Club of Patterson, where he's from. Mm-hmm. Right, right. So like he gives back. He's real too. You know what I mean? So
1: so he's
0: like, another guy that's about yeah, it. Man. He's not some just he's authentic big star. That's he's he's
2: authentic. Right. Never says no to taking a picture. All that stuff. Like he gives back. You know what I mean? And and it's good. Like like every time I've asked him, like I said, because you got to understand when they told me I was getting the Victor Cruz shoe. Like I I called him up, like, yo, And he already knew about it, obviously. That's what I was you know what I'm saying? He was like, Who you think gave you the cosign? I was like, Oh, okay. I was like hey. I was like, like, Good shit. But 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 he was like, But that helps you position so much. Well no, but he also goes, Yo, I respect you calling me and saying they're gonna do a shoe, you mind if it's your shoe, you know what I'm saying? saying? Because it could have went the other way, I could've just stayed quiet, like and then he would have been like, Damn, this dude didn't even call me and ask me, you know what I'm saying? But like you know what I mean and like and like he I remember
0: walking into your store one day and Vic was just there all the time. Yeah, and time. I was just like, Yeah, all
2: the time. We have lunch. And, and that's party. what's crazy, because when I met him, I'm like, Oh, I got to buy season tickets. And I bought season tickets, and I was at every fucking game. I was on the field with everybody. I'm in right. the players' parking lot, all that shit. And, and that... you don't even fuck with football. Nah, bro. I don't even know what I'm <laughs> shit. I know Eli Manning and Vic. That's it. I know two people. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I... my oldest son oh be like, Dad, God. you don't even like this shit. I'm like, Nah, it's cool but though. It's you fun know? as fuck. Yeah, fun. it's like, Hey, you know. Yeah, word. But, like, you know what I'm saying? So it's real. But also, like, you know, with our toy drives, like, you know who's been really good to us? I can't even front. Vic's been really good at our tour drivers. You know who's been another one that's been really good to us? Jada. Okay. Like I met Jada a few years back with like the Flex show and all that shit, and we Tell just us stayed in contact. What about
0: your relationship with, with Flex and how that happened?
2: Um, it was just it was kind of organic because what happened was I had the first store in 06, and his dude Mike who worked for Flex, I forgot his last name. Cool, cool dude. He was he came in one day and he was like, you know, he saw that we were reselling shoes and he was like, I'm doing this ISB International Sneaker Battle. And he was like, yo, these A lot of the young cats don't know what yeah, ISB man. is. Yeah, a lot of people don't. It was like, it was like the first sneaker cons and like dunk exchange, it except like- you were showing off your collection rather than selling, selling shit. It, there was right. a couple vendors, but- And it was
0: at the flex car show. Car show. show. It so wasn't it was- like its own independent.
2: No, nah, it was it was part of the show. And he was like, yo, the first year he was like, yo, it was like Um, you know, the first year I did it, I did it It, with, I went with like 20 people. Well, I went with, well, the funny thing was I did mine in my kid's collection. Like, you know what I'm saying? I had some kids, shit, whatever, whatever was cool. You know, you know, nothing really big on my side, but more on my kid's side. So then the next time they did it, he was like, yo, you want to host it? And I had never done any hosting or nothing like that. But I was like, all right. Had and a cu- this is
0: pre-Gram.
2: Yeah, pre-Gram, pre-social media. So you had to media. really be
0: legit. You well, couldn't be like made up.
2: Nah, that's what I'm saying. So I went up to Flex, met him a couple times, real good dude, you know what I mean? And we chopped it up and I did this sneaker battle and like it just was, you know, it was fun, man. Like, like bro, I've hosted your battles, man. Like, I love being on the mic. I love clowning people. I love getting up with kids and talking about shoes, especially in this culture because these kids don't even know what the fuck they're wearing. Right. Like, you, you know you, what I'm saying? You,
0: culture for a second. Do you think, or do you label this sneaker thing that we all do as the sneaker culture? Is it is it a culture?
2: What, the sneaker thing? Yeah. Nah, man, it's, life is a culture. Right. Because I live the sneaker shit, so it's not just a part of life. It's the whole shit. Right. So if you ask me about culture, it's my whole life.
0: W- what's come live the lifestyle?
2: That's my favorite. That's my favorite slogan no, in the world, to get baby. We had Yeah. That's my, you know so, about that, Juice? No, I need to, so I need to understand that. We've, <laughs> we've been running with this whole slogan. Can, can you pause for a second? I can pause
0: it. When people come and work for us now okay. in our company, DJ USA, I've taken like gems from everyone. I, I look up to Rockefeller. You better
2: F- not F- say F- you took Live the Lifestyle. No. I'm I, about to say. I, okay.
0: I, look, I look up to Rockefeller. Of course, of course. I look up to Enough in Them. Yeah, 100%. Clark is our man. So we obviously take so much from Clark. Premium Pete, he'll tell me some shit. I'll bring it to the team. 100%. You've always, for a while, for a long time, you've said come Live the Lifestyle. Yeah. We tell people when, before we hire them, we tell them, "Yo, if you want to work here, it ain't work. This is a lifestyle. Yes, exactly. I so respect if, that. If, yeah. If, if you can't be part of this lifestyle and understand that on Wednesday nights we're going to be until one in the morning, exactly, and we're going to be up at six in the morning the next day, and the shit never stops, and you yeah. really live it, this is lifestyle. You've been preaching that for well, a minute. Well, what it was spoken. was
2: we just, you know, what it was. I just found that stores are just stores. That. I don't want. I don't want to be a store. Like I want uh-huh. to be a lifestyle. Right. So like it's crazy. Like our places, like. I think All right, I'll give you a better one. Watch this one. Watch this little gem and tell me, right? <laughs> How many sneaker stores you been to, Sherrod, in your life? Hundreds. Okay, right? How many Hundreds. sneaker stores you still have the owner out there serving sneakers, opening sneakers, and putting sneakers on kids' feet? Very limited. Exactly. That's the lifestyle. Right, like maybe five. That's the lifestyle. You see what I'm saying? Right. Like, when you come to the sneaker room, like, I'm out there. Like, he co-signed. I, I mopped the floors last week. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's the lifestyle meaning when I say come live it is like, you don't just come to my store to buy a shoe because you can do that at Foot Locker. That's why there's no prices on any of my shoes. Like how many stores you go to and there's no price on any of the shoes?
0: I hate that, by the way. Nah,
2: because my <laughs> thing is, my thing is you got to stand why though, ready? How much is nah, this? Nah, not even. You go to Foot Locker, you pick up a shoe. You go to any store, you pick up a shoe, sticker shock. Oh shit, you know, the parents, whatever, whatever, right? Me, I shop with personalities. If you come in and you treat me with respect, yo, the shit's 180, but I'll do a few for 150. You treat me like a dick, yo, it's 180, it's 180. You see what I'm saying? Same thing with my staff That's the lifestyle If you embrace us And you, and you Cause you're gonna have a conversation With somebody in my Cause you know store. Other,
0: other Indian stores Like in the Indian sneaker mafia That we talk about yeah. Yo how much is this Jordan 3 Yo that's three fifty.
2: Yeah well then retail at, st- retail at the room You know what I mean Like yeah. and that's why people don't like me Cause I be like yo I can't do nothing Cause I got people camped out outside that's right. the problem, because you gotta remember, Sam, bro. Like, think about how many people I fucking know over all these years. Yeah, but think about how many people I know. That's the funny shit. Like, people hit me up all the time, and I'm like, Yo, you act like Nike gave me a thousand pairs.
0: <laughs> I hit you for something recently, but you didn't hit me back. But I respect it. <laughs> I respect it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw that in there. <laughs> you, you knew that was coming.
2: I, well, you know what's funny? I'm gonna tell you what happened with that one. I'm gonna be honest with you. Okay. So I'm gonna break down the numbers to you. So you understand. I don't less. care. No, but I just want to tell you but what.
0: Th- here's the best part. To, to pre that, pre all that. Yeah. The reason why it doesn't even affect me.
2: It's It's rubber, leather, and glue, like because, Clark said.
0: Because I... Am comfortable with me asking? Yeah, I'm comfortable to ask, and I'm comfortable to get a no. But
2: I didn't even give you a no. I'm gonna be. I didn't even answer yeah, you but back. But I, I'm, gonna I, I, you, I'm gonna keep but it but real with the you. The answer back is a no. Well, this is what happened. Let me tell you. So, so let me tell you, <laughs> you back. Motherfucker,
0: <laughs> you got my
2: jacket. Yeah, because yeah, I answered you the next week about the show. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, like you didn't see that. Like, I, you should <laughs> have just been like, no, oh, bro, nah. I can't. It, was, it just, it nah, was just, bro. it was just better hitting you back the weekend. Like no do the podcast? Like yeah, yeah. Like butter chicken. Me, 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 you and juicy. Like let's rock out. <laughs> so Sherrod hit me. I'm gonna tell you what happened. Sherrod hit me, and then no, the reason why I didn't hit you, I'm gonna tell you why. Because it hurt me to be I couldn't do everybody. Right. Because what happened was Sherrod hit me and he wanted the weather spoons for kids. Okay. For his son.
0: Yeah, I wouldn't even ask for me. No,
2: that's where I'm going with this. So what happened was you have to understand this though. How many weather spoons for kids you think they were made in production? I have no clue. Take a guess.
0: I don't know. I don't even know.
2: Give me 20, 000, 30, 000.
0: No, 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 Go ahead. Under 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 a few hundred.
2: Twenty five hundred pairs. Okay.
0: Where's
2: Two thousand went to the sneaker app. Okay. And then 500 went through stores. Okay. But did you see any stores post up the baby ones? No. Isn't that funny that no stores posted it up for sale? That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Right. So we had 18 pairs. Wow. Out of, the, out of the 500, which God bless. Okay. So my thing was I sat with Jeff. I sat with Ralphie. I sat with Jen. And Jen came up with the idea. I'm not even going to front it. was all her.
0: Post it on the gram. Shit. She
2: goes, no. She goes, yo, she goes, let's get people to interact with us. Let's live the lifestyle. So I'm like, all right. She's like, they got to post the kids with their collections. And then we'll pick a winner to buy the shoe so I'm like, all right. Now, mind you, you hit me. Like 30 of my other friends that have kids, and I was like, fuck. Bro. <laughs> but wait, hold on. I'm going to tell you something. But hold up. Bro, you know who hit me on the gram? Am I going to get in trouble for saying shit if I say somebody or nah? not? No. Yo, Allen Iverson DM'd us. Okay. And I was like, yo, that's the fucking goat.
0: Right. Like, you know what I'm saying? Did he get a bear? No. Wow. <laughs> Am, I
2: Am I lying? Am I lying? Like, wow. <laughs> and, and it hurt to say no because I'm just like,
0: Yo. Yes, like, AI. Like,
2: like, I grew up, bro. You know? yeah. But my thing was, again, we kept it funky, and we did everybody that put the shoes and did the contest, and we did it that way. And then I sent that to Nike in a recap, like, yo, yeah. this is how you create energy. This is how you live a lifestyle. Right. Not just throwing it up and saying, come get the shoe. You know Absolutely, what I mean? Absolutely, 100%. And, and, and it went really well. You know what I mean? It, it went really well. And- you know, some people are like, "Oh, my kid had a better collection," which of course was going to happen. Right, right.
0: Oh, you had a, you judged the collection.
2: Yeah, we just like we went to, but we judged it by not like if you had a hundred pairs, but like right. some dude had like the kid was wearing like OG up tempos. Right, right. He had right. N destructs in the background. He had four pairs of Jewel Air Force Ones.
0: So you did the contest on the gram, and I respect it completely. And that's really why you didn't. Answer my text, text right? You
2: back? That's why. That's why you happy? I didn't text you back. No, but
0: I'm not. I'm so used to getting curved like all the time that it's like not even a thing anymore. Like it's
2: damn it, making me feel really bad. No, bro. but like, bro, like, like you shouldn't. He goes in. Like wow. <laughs> no, but but you <laughs> shouldn't.
0: You should. It should never hurt because it it is what it is, bro. It's it's so minor. In like you, want, let you let just question. told you, you just told me that you gave away like uh, hundreds of thousands Thank of dollars God, of charitable shit, like. I don't give a fuck about a $50 but pair the, of But the little years. king
2: still would have looked good with that size 9, right?
0: He would have. <laughs> <laughs> he would have. But,
2: but you know it's still real.
0: <laughs> but he, he wouldn't have known. You nah, know what exactly. I'm saying? Like, but maybe well, year, we years later. We do it more later, for ourselves.
2: We what do, do you it mean? More, We do it more for ourselves to make our kids look fly. A
0: hundred percent. put it on
2: their feet and then they walk around with us and it's like, oh shit. Like, look at, look at you know, look I, uh, what little Sherrod got. Like, I, I texted
0: I mean? uh, when, when the Yeezys first dropped. The, Did you get them from? The, the, the 350s. Yeah. The, the black and the turtle doves. Right? The originals. They first dropped and uh they did the kids like maybe six months mm-hmm. or a year after the original drop. for Three fifty, four hundred dollars. Like like so like I don't like to ever pull the favorite card if I don't have to. Okay. But like I heard Packer had them. Okay. I my only contact to Packer was Clark Kent. Okay. So I called Clark, I was like, Yo, Clark, Sean wants these. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you he's lay down like, like that? And he's like, Sherrod. Stop fucking around. Yeah, you he want really them wants those? <laughs> I was like, "Yo, can you do something?" And and that that point, Clark and I, I never really ask him for shit unless but, I but have some for, shit. But it was
2: for your son, so it makes a big difference. It's it not is asking for your size.
0: It is, but everyone knows. Like, we and she about... and him
2: wear the same size, so that would have been a question anyway. <laughs> that would have been a question Whatever. about the Who, beat.
0: Who's, like... who's you get first, Sean's or yours? Well, for kids, they don't release much shit, and like he doesn't get everything anymore. Like. Before, like he was born, I was buying up mad shit. Yeah. Now I'm just like I'm over that for they him. They go through it so quick. Bro. They go through it so quick, and like he dirties the shit out of him anyway. Yeah, and he doesn't know what he's wearing. Nah. Like I'll be like Sean, you want that? He'd be like, yeah, Jordan 11 and like right. you wear it and that's it. And the best was
2: when you gave your dad a pair of shoes I watched on Instagram. That that See, to me was touching. amazing. Well, my dad is crazy. My dad doesn't wear shoes either cuz you know, these old Indians, wearing, they not they were they were never wearing sneakers back yeah. in the country, you nah. know. What I mean? It was slippers or shoes, that's you know what I mean? I got him a pair of the black VaporMax Pluses. Oh, he, he hasn't taken them shits off. But wow. then when I he goes, "How much are they?" He go, "One." Oh my god. <laughs> I'm like, "No." Nah. I'm, like, I'm like, "You didn't pay for him?" He's like, "Okay." <laughs> yeah. You know when, yeah,
0: when I got my dad, what I, the sentiment was more important than the shoe. Exactly. It's the Rockefeller Air Force, right? So for me, Rockefeller is like, I've lived on rock. Yeah, and your
2: dad used to be down with Punjabi MC, so you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know.
0: Yeah, but giving that to my dad was no, just man, like phenomenal. Amazing. But he was like, "Yo, these are so ugly. These are not cool. I don't want them." That's what I'm saying. He I, actually I, never took them.
2: I've given my dad white on whites back in the day, and he wouldn't take them. Like he was like, "No, nah, I don't. I don't rock with them." Yeah. But I gave him these, and and it was just a comfort level because he stepped on the bubbles. He was like, "Oh, Muna, these. Oh, okay." <laughs> I was like, "All right." I
1: think my dad's still rocking Air Monarchs or something like that. Hey, everybody's
2: <laughs> rocking Air Monarchs right now. Lord. So your dad's in stock. Oh, DJ
1: Juicy! The dad's
2: popping right now. Monarchs on the feet. You rocking.
0: Just y- y- talking about footwear. What are some of your favorite silhouettes? Like top three Word. silhouettes and colorways. Air too. Force
2: One, white on whites. You too. Hands down. You're a true hands down. Best shoe ever made goes with anything. You can wear it with a tux, with a suit, with a polo, with a t shirt, with a tank top. You can wear it with swim trunks on the
0: beach. you still sell Air Force Ones? Yes, like still. heavy?
2: Not heavy, but we do sell Air Force Ones. Do they
0: call them Uptowns over there? Nah, it's Air Force Ones. Yeah, That's over like there. It's like the New York
2: thing. Yeah, Uptowns was more of a. Well, New York. it's
0: so crazy because it's only like a mile away.
2: Exactly. You know, that river makes a difference, man. But they, <laughs> they call Jersey but City the like the
1: sixth borough, right?
2: Yeah, Jersey, we considered yeah. the sixth borough. Yeah. We're like the don't 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 roll your eyes at me. Chirag. I mean I mean it's more like, of a borough
1: than Staten Island, so
0: yeah. Like I
2: know you ain't talking, bro. Where are you <clears throat> you guys from? Long Island? Like I live in know. Count? We from Queens. We're from Queens. I'll never
0: never forget where you from. Nah, <laughs> man, it Doesn't it, matter where you are. It's where you, it's, it's where you, where you put. From. Your, it's where
2: you put. Listen, I'm from the Burbs now. You It's where you put your head at night. Yeah. All right, just let you know that, Sherrod. You ain't from Queens no more, brother. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds good, but you ain't from Queens no more, brother. What's your license say? That's what I want to know. You see that zip code on your license, bro? Long Island. Exactly. But I'm I'm actually really
0: proud of that because. That's for me. That's like the American yeah. dream. What? No, like our oh, parents came here with. Yeah, man. Parents came here with nothing. Exactly. and Early, they moved us out to get us away from that.
2: No, nah, man. Yo, bro. This is what I say. Like, people say because I moved out of Jersey City. They're like, oh, you moved out of Jersey City. You, know? you bougie well, but, now. Yeah, I'm not. They never call me bougie. They don't call me bougie. They get punched okay. in the face. They call me bougie. <laughs> but um, they just say, oh, you know, you oh, you 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 sold out. You left. I'm like, yo, what the fuck you think I worked this hard for? Like, right. did I, like, yo, first of all, here's my thing. I didn't wait, work this hard to stay the same. Yeah. I worked this hard to change, you know what I'm saying, for the better, to give my kids the better. Like, yo, let's go back to my shoes, man, first. Okay. Air Force One. Yes. Okay. Air Force One.
0: Top ever. Is anything going to take that position? Possibly.
2: Wow yeah, You never know Listen man There's a lot of new shit Coming out man But I don't know If anything could ever be You gotta say I'm an old, I'm a old head guy, yeah. It's not only what the shoe is It's how iconic the shoe is right. It's like What other shoes Had that longevity In the game And
1: the other part Is the, the, the nostalgia factor
2: Yes that's what I'm saying It
1: brings you back To a certain yeah, time around. Like life. when
2: the Rockefeller Air Force Ones Came out How everybody was going crazy yeah. Because of the so Nostalgic crazy. Rockefeller record right. You know what I'm saying That's, that's definitely there uh, Second one is gonna have to be Air Max 1
0: I like that shoe a lot. Yeah,
2: Air Max one is, is so timeless. classic. Yep. Comfortable, timeless. It was ahead of its game when it first came out. You know what I mean? All the colors that they're bringing back now and their so retro dope. win and all that stuff. When is this, Aaron? In May? Cause yeah, I'm saying the June Curry Air Max ones, we might be old by then but those shits when they come out next month, crazy. Remember,
0: don't text them for a pair.
2: Uh, <laughs> yeah. Nah, it's Curry. We might be able to talk, man. Might, it's might, Curry. I work. I rock
0: with y'all, man. I'm, I'm saying, We might rock with that Indian
2: vibe <laughs> with the Curry, my boys. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? We have
0: something funny with connects. The rule. Wait, you,
2: you didn't let me do my go last. Go ahead, go ahead. Yo, go when ahead. are you gonna let me say my last? Go shoe, ahead, man? go ahead, bro. Go ahead. And a Bordeaux, man, because that that just that I have it. it tattooed on my on my leg, and that's. That's my, my, my real you know yeah, my real thing,
1: you know what I mean? History with that Yeah, word. exactly. Yeah. All right now go
2: ahead. What's your funny thing with Connects?
0: Oh no, we have like like so we all develop our own sneaker connects, right? Respect like, that. And we're the same size. Okay. So we always have this thing like, yo, if I introduce you to a connect, don't call my connect <laughs> first. Like
2: Listen, if, that's if, if, our if that's got, my rule. I'm gonna just say this, like if you wanna but, but, connect, this is what I'm gonna teach you guys. If you uh, wanna it's, connect, it's, right? Yeah. You should invite the Kinect to like events and stuff, you know. Like you know, I'm like, just saying. Like you know, the Kinect just doesn't want to get a phone call. Like, hey, can I get a pair of sneakers for my son? You know? Maybe, maybe. Hey, you want to come to the Holly Festival? Oh, holy, and the holy, wet. holy. Same shit, man. All the same okay. shit. <laughs> Merrick you say tomato, I say tomato. You say butter chicken, I say butter pasta. Whatever you want to call it. But I'm just saying. But like, you know, if you invite me to the festival, maybe then oh, I would have texted you back. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see all you doing all these cool events, all these installations. Listen, man, that's the funny shit about it. Like, you know what I die. Laughing at when all these companies—I'm gonna say all these—I'm not gonna say nobody in general—when all these companies do these events mm-hmm. and they do these influential influencer stuff, right?
0: events, yeah. Look, can we? Oh, yo, we're gonna talk some yo, shit now. Like, yo, is that what we're doing? Aren't
2: the store owners influential? We sell the fucking product.
0: A hundred percent. Why is
2: it the cool kid that maybe has you know forty thousand followers that's there? But why you, is you it guys the get who the, sells the shoes? But like, you
0: guys get the meetings to the office to go look at. Spring summer 2019. yeah because we're gonna sell
2: spring summer nineteen right so you
0: guys are there before yeah but I want to come
2: to where the DJ is I want to come to where cool I could is. buy something I want to come where the vibe is I want to bring my eighteen year old son like okay. you know what I'm saying like I want to bring him to where the concert is where the vibes going on because I want to vibe out because ready I live the lifestyle
1: you're hundred my lifestyle
2: is not my lifestyle doesn't end in the boardroom right like you know what I'm saying like I want to live it like I want to wear my shit I want people to see me wearing my shit out. Like, say, oh, what shit, up got those, so like, you still like
0: to like crack next, like while you're walking and oh, I love, hanging out not and not like
2: crack next, man. I just love to see when someone looks down at your feet because it just shows that it's alive. Yeah. Like if right. someone turns down, not to say, oh, shit, what he has or how good is what he got on. If they just look right, it feels good. Like, what does it feel good when somebody looks you buy a car and if you had a light and somebody looks at your car, you're like, oh, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you want hence, hence, you bought, you to bought watch. I I wonder where that comes from. Watches, watches for an investment. Let's all say watches are good investments. Absolutely. But also, it's always like it's like a status symbol. Like, look, your man was coming out from the butter chicken interview. What I say? Oh, nice watch. He looked down. He goes, Oh yeah, nice watch too. (laughs) He thought because he thought I was trying to play him like I ain't have a watch. Like you know what I'm saying? He's oh okay, yeah, you cool, my boy. Like you know, but but you know what I'm saying? Like we all want to have fun. Like I I still want to rock out with y'all. Of course, Yeah, yeah, you know, like.
1: Take my number, bro. You invited to every You know what I
2: mean?
1: Are you talking to my connector? bro? <laughs> like, oh, did shit. you see?
2: So did you see? I'm gonna show you something. This is a first ever preview. That's a Cartier bracelet. Yeah. All right. What'd you pay for that?
1: My wife got it for me. So it's like
2: it's like 6,300. It's all gold, no diamonds. Yo, all gold, no diamonds. diamonds yeah. Yeah. It's 6,300, right? So I so I came up with something the other day. So I was gonna buy myself a Cartier bracelet. My wife has one, mm-hmm. but I'm like, yo, I don't want a Cartier love bracelet. I'm like, I don't want I don't want a nail bracelet. You know the nail they have. I'm like, I don't. What I do? I don't fucking hammer nothing. Mm-hmm. Like you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I gotta do something. So peep, peep the new game that'll be available. This is a new sneaker room thing. I'm gonna give you guys a preview. It hasn't even been out yet. Jewelry, okay. you guys are in the jewelry game? We're now? doing one just. So this is our version of the Cartier, but it's the leases with f- the iced out lace tips.
1: You got a customer right here, bro. Yeah,
2: that's that's the new that's the new wave. So it's just like a Cartier bracelet, Does same this exact snap thing. In? Yeah, watch come here. I'll show you. I just gave it to you to the wait. I gave it to you to open here. What? So basically you just put it in, pop it Click. right in. So that's fourteen karat gold, white gold, and then the iced out diamond tips. And the the reason why we didn't do the flat lace, I wanted to do the Air Force One lace at first, but then it would look like what he has on his bracelet, the Cartier, which is two tips. It doesn't look right because it's the same exact shape. So we went with the round rope. That's the laces from the 98 with the iced out tips. And just something different. So we're getting it in white gold, yellow gold, and rose gold.
0: So is this just some some like cool stuff to do? Or this well, no, nah, it's just it's one of my to... friends.
2: One of my friends is a, is a jeweler. He manufacture. He made this. Like my my guy's the manufacturer. Like all you guys go to all these name brand guys in the diamond district. Not us. Wait, I'm in, just you saying. But but waiting. my guy sits upstairs on the seventh floor and he puts the stones and it makes it. Right. Right. So I went. I was on vacation. I was like, yo. I was looking at my wife's Cartier bracelet. I'm like, yo. I need something. I'm like. I put the shoelace. In. I was like, "Oh, sent him a picture." And then he was like, all right, two weeks." He was like, "Yeah, Yo, what you think?" I was that's like, no. "Crazy, that's fire, It's though. so simple.
1: I'll take a yellow gold version. I got an Indian discount on that. Yeah, yeah, of course, no problem. <laughs> no doubt, yeah, no I like that. Are mobile. you gonna
2: wear it because it's not twenty two? You Indian, you know? No, no, no. It's fourteen. I'm good. You know how I'm that crazy. goes.
1: <laughs> I, gotta, I, gotta, I gotta match it with this. So, so well, yeah. that's
2: why I got the white one and I got the gold one coming to so, match the two tone. Yeah, yeah. But I just, like I said, I just needed something different. I just, you know, it's that? Again, this goes back to the lifestyle. Right. Like, who's making a shoelace bracelet of gold? Crazy with iced out tips. Nobody. We're, we're trying to think. Like, so I'm what trying would to go, something like that retail at? It's crazy because you want to know what's funny? I'm not making a dime off and I'll keep it 1000 mm-hmm. He's charging me to make them 3200 okay. which is not bad because it's, 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 um, it's almost two ounces. Yeah, it's got Correct. weight. It's dude. got weight. So yeah. It's solid. So he told me straight up He was like, he was like, it's 3200 if you want them. So I'm retailing them. At 3200 I don't even want to make a dime. Because to me, it's more worth the while. Like, someone like yourself yeah. buys it and wears it. And, like, if you look inside right here, it says sneaker room. And it says his name who made it, Ronald. That's cool. That's more to me. Like, I'm more on the tip where if I see you outside with that, high right. five. So I don't need no money on it. Like, I could have told you 4000 because what he has on his bracelet is 6300 just because it's Cartier. Right And it's 18 karat Don't get me wrong But it's right. not that heavy You know No that. it's not that heavy how, This how, is solid how,
0: How'd you get so into jewelry Being from the projects What do you mean Like you Like Nigga, so Mid 90s crack game whatever everybody nah, had nah. Big rope
2: chains You had a Mercedes symbol Like they was out there No nah, you know what it is I, Well this goes back to Fuck the product It goes back to Indian culture Okay You know Indians believe In investing in gold heavily. heavily Heavily You know what I'm saying Like the Krugan coins The one ounce coins All that shit You buy it you, know, you keep it. And on top of that Remember one thing about gold Gold is a non-taxable Inheritable item so if you leave your kid $100,000 in the bank, it's taxable mm-hmm. when he goes to claim it. If you leave him two kilo chains, he just sells it at 65000 Yep. See what I'm saying? It's non-taxable. So, it, you know, it's how you hide shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> like if you really want to talk, it's... But no, but I'm saying, but like, that, that's what I'm saying. Like, see, this is stuff that we're saying, like, again, when you said live the lifestyle. Right. Like, I'm trying to do different shit. I don't want to just be a store. You know what I mean? But I don't think I could sell 100 of these. So, like, we're going to make literally three of each color. And it's going to be exclusive to the people like like Vic is going to get one, you know, Juicy if Juicy wants one, my boy. You no, know I'm just saying like yeah. we're only selling them. That's it because I'm not, bro. I'm not. I'm not a jeweler. You right. know what I'm saying I'm just somebody who I thought of an idea. And it works,
0: right? But that's how it starts. Just like you originally weren't, like, bro, look at that. It's just crazy. That's crazy. Yo, yeah, it's, you know, it's so it really yeah. bro.
2: Like. Yeah, <laughs>
0: yeah, but originally you weren't. You were doing just these IDs. Yeah,
2: man. And, now and then all you. of a
0: sudden, it's like now that don't keep getting me you... to try
2: to show you the picture, bro. No, I, I'm, I'm cool. Know. Gerard I'm cool. wants to see the picture. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no picture. Bro, I'm not. I'm not. I'm
0: not about that life. Damn, I, I, know I was gonna how show it to you. Okay, never mind. cool. It's cool. I'll see when everyone else sees it. I never feel entitled for access. Well, see
2: again. That goes back to what I said before. That's how I feel about everything. What we're business I don't feel entitled Don't ever feel Like entitled. when I go to a meeting I feel like I feel like I still Every time I go somewhere mm-hmm. I feel like I still Have to pitch myself to you and 100% I, have to pitch yeah. that's, I don't think I've You know that's why to, That's
0: one of the reasons We get along
2: I preach No definite
0: Like that's a big reason Because I, I feel like, like
2: Listen bro Like cool Alright I did something last year A lot of people did shit last year like, you know what exactly. I'm saying? Like I gotta pitch you this year. Like, what are you, you doing know what now? Saying? That's yeah. what you're saying. Like, it sounds good, oh, we raised 114 thousand. Okay, what are you doing now? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. what are you doing today? Yeah, right. like, Oh, like, yo, we just raised twelve thousand for the boys and girls club at the Art Max. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I always feel like I have to I have to go and, and pitch myself. I can't let it listen,
1: know, man. I just, you, I, just I just
2: I just love life, man. Like life is good, bro. People, we don't listen, bro. When all the like I lost two thirds of my family by the time I was twenty six years old. You know, what so I mean, I, I almost lost my wife. At, you know, what I'm saying when she was 25 with a, with a blood clot and all that stuff. You know, what I mean, like I'm thankful for everything that I have. My kids, my wife. Like, bro, my wife thinks I'm crazy, but like tomorrow the sprinkler company's coming. That's like the coolest shit ever since I bought a house. Mm. Is the sprinkler? You told me about like, that. Like, I just sit on my porch and watch the sprinkler go on because when I was little, we used to run to the fire hydrant in the, in the projects. Like, you yeah. know, what I, mean? I had a sprinkler, I had a fire hydrant, and then the fireman came, shut the shit off. we were like, fuck.
0: You know what you do? You could run through the sprinklers.
2: On the, nah, because it's mud I won't do that <laughs> i ain't gonna do that But it was a good idea <laughs> Slip and slide Nah, I ain't fucking with you But I was, I'll sit on my steps And watch it Like, you know what I'm saying Like, it's crazy Like, I didn't buy a crazy house I bought a nice house And what's crazy about it Is like, I look at my wife And I've been talking to her A lot lately about this And I'm just like Yo, babe, can you believe That this is ours? And then she brings it back To reality She's like, well, nigga We still owe X amount of money To the bank <laughs> and I'm like, you right You Gucci You know what, yeah. what I'm saying But I'm like you know, like, we have this. Like, and I built it all with her. So, like, it's amazing. Like, even my little son. Like, my little son is more entitled because we're doing better now while he's growing up. Uh-huh. Right. But the oldest one still talks about The oldest one now, but the oldest one still talks. He's like, yo, I ain't have a room like this when I was yeah. Like, he'd be throwing it out there. Like, he'd be throwing all his jabs. Like, Don't you know? spoil like, him, mom and dad. Yeah, you know yeah. so He'd be like, yo, hold on. It wasn't like this for me. And then, you know, but it's a great feeling, man. Like, you know, it's like...
0: does my... Does being in your position... Ever affect quality of life at home? Like, it gets too much for the yeah. kids and for. Not like, really you're, for you're Siraj from Sneaker my Room. wife,
2: My wife just tells me, and I agree with her, she just tells me I don't know when to turn off the business. Because I get that and, all and the time. To, and going to be the husband. Yeah. It's hard, like, right? Like, when I get home, my phone's still ringing. Um, or I'm on Instagram checking stuff. Like, listen, social media is amazing, but it's addictive. Like, it you know is. what I'm saying? Definitely. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like like, I'll be on live. Like, you know what i right. like, And she's like, turn at the fucking live, like, live off in the house. She's like, turn the live off in the house. She's like, you know, and like the little one wants to be on live with me and the oldest is like, don't put me on it. So like, it does, you know what I'm saying? It does get to it. But like now what I've been doing on live is funny because I finally, my wife's been telling me to redo my sneaker room for a long time, but I never really had a room. Now I have a, like a bedroom dedicated to my sneakers.
1: Wow. So I started
2: doing those, those clear boxes, the drop downs. Okay. Those mm. shits are expensive. Those shits are really expensive. So what, you're
0: like showing it on your So on like your
2: I'm, I'm showing as I go doing it. But yeah. what I've been doing is I have a lot of doubles because, you know, like I've kept a lot of shoes. And like now that I'm looking back on some of the shit, I'm never going to wear it. No. Like the colors and all that, like as I get older and all, I'm no. like, so like I've been going on live at night. And people like even now, people are like, yo, why are you not on live? Because I've been going on live and I've been pulling up stuff for sale, like my doubles, like oh, retail prices. So like, I, like the other day, I saw like eight pairs of sneakers, for like three grand. And my wife's like, now she's okay with me being alive at the house because the money's coming in. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but when there's no money coming in, shut that shit off. I just find it so, that... Because
0: she, she's very... I've noticed that she's very supportive. Her and I engage in yeah, social you, media. of course. And she's always, like, talking Bro, about... But when I told her I was coming
2: to your show, she was amazed. She was Yeah, like, oh, and so and,
0: we've, and every time I've seen her, like, you've well, come to my, you're my a, shows...
2: You're, you're a real person and you're respectful. Like, other people just don't care about who the wife is. You actually... Engage, engage with the whole family. You have to, that, but yeah, that's I'm real. A, yeah, I'm that's a family real. person. I just find that this is this is why I do the Instagram and all that stuff so much. This is what I find. I find that my consumers and my supporters like the fact that a store owner is willing to talk to them, engage with them, and conversate with them. Like I have this really big thing about social media that I hate. So what's that? I'm gonna go with this. When you when your son's getting older, right? Mm-hmm. You're teaching your son to be a leader, not a follower. Am I correct? Yeah. Okay, you don't, you know, we all tell our kids, don't be followers, be leaders, right? Mm-hmm. But then why the fuck is it okay for them to be a follower on Instagram? I don't understand it. So my big thing is, and I've been going on this this campaign on, on Instagram when I'm on live and getting people to know it. I don't call my my, my followers followers. I call them supporters. I, like, I respect I, that. Like, I think, like, if Instagram would just, like, I don't know nobody on Instagram, Sherrod, so you might know some corporate people. If you do, I'll take a meeting. Like, I don't want no money with it. But I'm just saying, like, I think that if we change that word from followers to supporters, it would change, it would change the world. Because I'm not teaching my kids to follow people. I'm mm-hmm. not telling my kids to follow people. I'm not following people. Like, the people that I click that button that says follow, not I don't follow, says follow, right. I support. Yeah. Right. I'm doing it because I want to support you. Like how people do it for me. I'm a grown-ass man, so another grown-ass man shouldn't follow me. I don't want you to follow right. me. I want you to support me.
1: It's funny, Sean, because you say subscribe, you don't say follow. Yeah, see what I'm saying? What? Subscribe. You say subscribe all the time. What do you mean? Like, like yo, I subscribe. I'm, because I'm following this person, I'm subscribing them. So. Yeah, 100%. Like, so, yeah. I
2: just think as, as, I don't,
1: as... I also don't subscribe to certain shit. Right. Like,
2: yeah. Like, but I just think as grown men and, and, and kids, we shouldn't be teaching follow. Like, yo, my kid's not a fucking follower. My kid's going to be a leader. Yeah. Like, I, I'm not a follower. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm I'm trying to lead. Sure. And that's how we should all be. So I think that word just sucks, bro. Like I don't like Facebook. At least it's friends, so that's cool. It's Facebook friends.
0: <laughs> but then see, that's tricky too. If you really yeah, analyze yep. it, because yep. these motherfuckers ain't your friends. Like I well, got, I got people from Thailand and Timbuktu and all these places that are my friends on Facebook. Yeah. I don't engage but, with them. I don't even but, know who they but are. But
2: then that goes to the whole point of. Do you well? Listen, we're, we're people with businesses, so do you want to be private? Do you not want to be private? You know, that's another that's cat. 20, that's a right. whole other world. You know that. Yeah. But if you put like, I just think if they put the word supporters, it would just be so dope because it would just mean so more, and it would change what the, we're teaching our kids. Yeah, it's different. And perspective. It's one word. Yeah. Like it wouldn't. It wouldn't hurt them.
0: It could, because it's all psychological.
2: Well, you don't think psychologically supportive, I mean, follow is fucked up.
0: I think that's the reason why people also buy into it.
2: Okay, I respect that.
0: It's just, I mean, that's a whole nother podcast. Support, don't follow. (laughs) I support you, though.
2: Thank you, and I support you back. Yes. All right. I love Juicy, it. Juicy, I don't support you. I'm not going to front. I'm going to have to after today. After today. I got to be, be honest you. with I you. Definitely I definitely wanna... support you. Are, right.
0: are you going to follow Butter Chicken Podcast? That's what I want to know.
2: No, I'm not going to follow it, but I'm going to support it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to trick you. I'm on it, bro. I'm, not, I'm definitely going to support it, man. So in,
0: in our break, and we, we took it back to the culture a little bit, we actually ate some butter chicken. Yeah,
2: it was really good. Except I'm not really a fan of the bone-in.
0: Yeah. yeah. I'm not I either, but that's... It
2: was great. The, listen, the chicken, listen, no disrespect to your guy. The chicken was whatever because chicken's chicken. Right. The sauce was really good. That's, that's really the that's key. Really the the key. That's chicken. what yeah. I'm Like it's crazy, but it's not really the chicken. It's the butter sauce.
1: Right. It's like sauce. that
2: on Sabona's breast would have been ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I'm
0: saying? So <laughs> like, our, our boy delivered that. Nah, our boy delivered it, it. The and he um, was good and everything. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it
2: was fine. You know, I just never had anybody give me butter chicken with no water or no juice to drink with it. <laughs> it like, hey, I'm feeling a little hot and parched, you know. If I'm sweating a little bit, it was a little spicy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I get down with the curry, but you know, at least something. Some mango juice, maybe. You know what I mean? <laughs> like take it back to the roots.
0: What's in the future for Suraj from Sneaker Room and for Sneaker Room? What what does the next yeah. 5 or 10 years look like, bro?
2: I have no fucking clue, man. To be very, you know what's crazy about it? You're not the first person to ask in terms of friends, family, even business. Like I've been getting a lot of a lot of questions like asked from the companies. Like, "Yo, what are you going to do next? What are you going to turn yeah. up? Is it is it more stores?" Is it, is it, uh, you know, is it any kind of other thing? I'm working very hard right now to get the online business going to get approval for that. Cause I think that's definitely one of the ways so of the future. Needed. So we're close to that. I'm working on that. And then, you know, I don't know, man, like I've had offers. I've had offers from a lot of people to invest. You know, I've had offers because everybody sees what we're How doing. How do you take that? Morning.
0: Those things like, I take it amazing, so but or... I don't
2: know enough about it. That's, that's really the key. Like I said, that goes back to the business ethics. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like you got to understand sneaker room, you know, it was my baby. It went away. It came back. It's my baby again. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm, I hold it so tight. And I, I think I've probably lost, to be very honest, I probably lost a couple million dollars in the, in the long run. Because? I've, had, I've had some really serious people come to me to, to, to open up five stores with me, to put the money behind me. But my thing is, like, yo, like, again, what you said, what really makes you wealthy? Would it have been five stores, you know, with, with $10 million in the bank? And me not having control of my business or running it the way that I want to and becoming another one of those just stores? Or is it me having my baby where my staff and me are family and they come to my house and eat because there's only seven of us? And you know what I'm saying? And we chill out and we, you know, it's really hard to say, man. But I will say this much. I don't know where the future holds. But if the future could at least stay the way I am right now, I'm more than content and happy. Like everybody else always wants bigger and better. Like I just I just to be very honest with you, and I'll, I'll, these are my words that i'll I'll leave on the business sense. I just don't want to go backwards. That's my only thing. like I know where I come from, and I don't want to go back there, hmm. so I, I want to at least stay where I'm at. You know what I mean like I, I feel like I'm at a good place and I just want to stay there i don't I don't care if I get bigger, I don't care if I, I make more money. If I can stay where I am for the next twenty years of, the, of my life, then God has blessed me, and you know what i mean it's a, it's a beautiful thing
1: Jim. Bars, bars.
2: I like this bars thing. Maybe, yeah. Yo, you guys want to produce my 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 LP? Yeah, hell yeah. we should do something. Rap? Bro. I don't rap. I'm just saying we should we get a ghostwriter. <laughs> you give me a
0: beat. <laughs> we'll figure Say out.
2: Say it's Indian rapper. it will probably sell. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you know what I
0: mean? You know, like, there's a lot of Indian. There's rappers a lot right now. now. You yeah. know what I mean? like. Do so you know like how much that scene is? You Bro, even... I
2: listen to you and to be honest with you, I listen to both of y'all a lot because I support you. Mm-hmm. Right. You, I don't support you yet. <laughs> I hate to say it, like, I'll be No, I'm going But if right you now. support Trust me, me, by me. Default. Well, I was gonna say, yeah. I saw the Adidas event that you guys did. Which one was that? The one at the store. From, oh, BBC. And, yeah, and I'll be honest with you, it was so fire. Like the music that you guys are playing, the group of you guys together was so dope. You know what I mean? And to be honest with you, again, that's why I wish you guys would invite me to events because I even text my boy from the company which like, damn, gonna say yeah I was, gonna say, I, was like, wow. I was like i wish you would have told me about this he was like why i was like i would have brought my dad like wow, my dad would have yeah. loved to seen that like because think about it it's your culture art their culture with hip-hop yeah turning into this yeah, yeah, or, yeah. like he would have never thought like i showed him the shoes the other day he was, at, probably at a store. He was like oh my god are you serious yeah
1: it's the Hindi writing on yeah, it like yeah. he was
2: bugged out by it because yeah. it's never been done yeah like you know what i'm saying like that's like that, full that circle shit, for him really man like you know what I'm saying? It's, it's for, for us,
1: it's amazing, and
0: that's why we're telling these stories. It's beautiful.
2: Yo, whoever did the, the, the decorations and build out of that store that night was amazing. Like, hands down, that shit was beautiful.
0: I guess you want to prop, props to DJ USA then.
2: Well, there you go. DJ USA events. Like, you killed it. We put I, was... it together.
0: I mean, we put a team together. Shout out to Stylish and our team. Word. Yeah, man. The, the, the butter chicken you ate? Yeah. That he, he catered the event to. Okay,
2: dope. dope. Was yeah. it bone or bone no bone? <laughs> no, <but> boneless. <laughs> boneless. Oh, so he, damn. Bonus. Bonus. They, they had that big budget. The podcast out. didn't have that budget. We got the bone. I respect well, it. Boneless
0: <laughs> is actually more, bones is revered in curries.
1: Yeah, right. Because you like, you're gonna dig for a, you know what I'm saying? Like you, because you to... never
2: get a lot of chicken, bro. Let's be honest. <laughs> like yeah. you get something you think it's a big ass piece of chicken, it's a bone. Yeah, I'm, and yeah, you're I'm, like,
0: uh, in what? general, I you bite into My cereal. wife always makes it boneless. So.
2: Yeah, like you know, like chicken biryani. You eat chicken biryani, and what happens? You get a piece, you're like, yes, you got the chicken. And You're like, fuck, it's the, it's the thigh bone. And yeah, shit. You're like ah, stab not
1: me in my gums. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. ah. like, you know what I'm saying? We make
0: boneless. I'll, I'll send you a plate. Uh, nah, man. Next time I come, I think more than anything.
2: Man, like, fuck we, that. Invite me to the crib. I'll come out, we, to, the, I'll come out to the island. You, I'm you, not afraid. You you know just don't be no holidays. I don't want to do handle traffic. That you know what's what? what
0: like, one thing I'll always remember uh, and what really stuck out to me and, and made me uh, sort of have a newfound respect for you was I came to Sneaker Room one day. Okay. It was like 10 o'clock, 11 o'clock in the morning. I think I had a meeting in Jersey. Okay. So I was like, let me stop by Sneaker Room real quick. I pulled up on you and you're like, yo. Actually, sorry. It was the afternoon. I pulled up on you after my meeting. And you're like, yo, I got to pick up my son from school. <laughs> and I was there to like just chop it up with him. <laughs> mm. So I thought he was going to be like, yo, you got to be out. He's like, yo, what are you doing now? Come with me. And, and <laughs> so he's like, up. come with me. <laughs> so I think you were driving a BM at the time. <laughs> I jump in his car. <laughs> yeah, we, to pick up my son. we cruised to Jersey City, like this private school that his kid went no, to. No, public, public school, school. never it private It looked like a private oh, oh, oh. It looked Call like back, private Public all the way. But we went to the school. We picked up his son. And then after that We went to your crib Yeah and, we did And we like Dropped them off Yep 100% Did you have a gate Was it a
2: gated community Yeah it was It wasn't my crib I was leasing it Let's throw this all out Okay whatever we... making a lot of Accusations <laughs> right now <laughs> Whatever Private schools You know what I'm saying Cribbing a gate. Nah bro let's, let's clear this shit up Quick Sharon. I don't know what You're trying to say man Was that your phantom Parked in front of I what we doing. I drive a Tahoe, my friend. <laughs> no, nah, but you know what it is, like I said, man, when you rock with people, you rock with people. But it was, that's but really it was what cool because
0: I didn't even know him that well then. Yeah. He yeah, was like, man. just come in my car and we'll chop but when, it up like, there. But again,
2: when you rock with people, you rock with people. And when people are not out there for malice, malice intentions, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. that's really what it is. No, nah, man, listen, I, at the end of the day, man, I'm just thankful for people like you guys to do stuff like this in this show that want to hear stories of people like myself, people that are doing things for the hood, you know, and for the community. And also, excuse me, to be honest with you, it just it just feels good to know that there are other people out there that are trying to do things, too. Word. Because, you know, a lot of times you get you lose that. You know what I mean? You worry about only what you're doing and yourself, and that's it. So it's nice to have an outlet like this. You know what I mean? Like this podcast, I think, is going to be something really big. I love the fact that it's the Indian culture mixing with hip-hop, mixing with the, the whole culture here. Yeah, mainstream. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: That's the thing. We used to be so private of a community yeah, that we weren't. Affiliating with anybody. Man, we else. rock,
2: bro. And meet the butcher, man. That's my boy, <laughs> man. That's, that's legend. OG no, but status. now
0: it's like, yo, we could play with the best of them.
1: Word. Well, we're bro, up, that, well, I heard
2: what you said before about DJing the clubs, bro. Listen to me, man. No disrespect, but music don't have no no color, bro. 100%. Like, let's be real with you. Because yeah. let's be honest, when you're in the club most of the time DJing, right? Unless you're saying Your name on the mic They can't see you In the DJ booth Correct. Yep. So you could be Black, yellow Puerto Rican Doesn't Spanish matter. Indian, white yep. You could be the best DJ Out there Think about half these DJs That DJ with masks on now It's the cool thing Yeah <laughs> Might be it might be an Indian guy Down there You don't know You know what <laughs> I'm mean? saying Might be rocking You know what I mean Like <laughs> but that's what I'm saying like it, like I said man we just need more stuff like this not only in the Indian community just in, in the, general just in the culture in general exactly positivity, positivity good vibes good people wanting to showcase other people and not having hatred or you know holding stuff over people
0: one of my guys actually was like yo they should create a news channel where all they showed was good news
2: yeah, that's that's a whole, like you said, that's a whole other podcast because anything you watch in the news or read a newspaper, everything's about kill, murder, death, right. rape, and all this Views. shit. Like, yo, I can't even, you know what's crazy is? I can't even put on the news when my son wakes up for school, a little one, like at seven o'clock. I can't put Good Day Negative New York on because Good Day in New York is all about other shit stabbing, rape. Like, yeah. I can't let this kid see that. And then the perspective goes, like,
1: is so subjective afterwards, too. They just twist it in their own little yeah, way. Exactly, yeah,
2: exactly. exactly. You know, but listen, they talk all that shit, but then nobody was on Good Day in New York talking about what we did with breast cancer last year. Word. You know what I'm saying? You don't
1: have a PR team.
2: Nah, man, I don't.
1: So I, I think today we, we got a lot of gems, bars. Bars. Took a lot of things away from this, and, and one of the things that we try to do with all our guests is kind of ask them for words of inspiration for the youth. Piece and of I, advice, if you will. Very yeah. simple.
2: Don't give up. Stry, stry. Listen, if anything that you really want to take out of this whole two hours that we talked about... Mm-hmm is, yo, I am the youth that thinks that they can't be somebody. I, Ooh, I, I, like I, I I was the kid wondering, yo, what am I going to do the rest of my life? I was the kid who said I'm not going to college. I was the kid who thought there was no out. Hmm. That's who I was. You know what I mean? Right. Now I'm the adult saying that anything is possible. I'm the adult saying that no matter how fucked up or hard your life is, you can do it. I'm the adult saying that all the bad shit that happens to you in your life and all the negative shit that makes you think like, yo, I can't go on, Mm -hmm. it'll only make you stronger. So I'm the adult saying that, yo, anything is possible. And besides me saying anything is possible, I'm living it every day showing that anything is possible because I did it. I made it out. I was able to create something. And I'm still giving back with it. So that's really like if any kids are listening or any kids are checking out, my last gem with you is is, yo, just strive for greatness, man. You can do it, bro. Like, don't let anybody tell you you're not. Like, I look at the teachers that thought I wasn't going to be shit. I look at the kids that were in my class that were smart and that weren't doing shit. Now they're calling me like, oh, my God, Siraj, like, you're doing amazing things. You know what I mean? Like, that's it, bro. Listen, be a fuck up when you're younger. Cool, no problem. You can come out of it. Right. Strive for greatness when you're younger and you'll be even better than me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Better than anybody. But if you do fuck up, it's cool, man. Strike one it's cool. There's a strike two. Strike two, it's cool. Strike three. Oh, everybody says, oh, strike three, you're out, right? Yeah. There's three outs. How many outs are in the game? It's not just, you know what I mean? Like, you Ooh. can't give up, bro. Bars. That nah. was the bars. But you can't give up, bro. That's the whole problem. Like, we're in a culture that they teach you that, you know, like, if you do this and do that, you're screwed. Right. Don't get me wrong. If you make mistakes, yeah, it's going gonna, it's gonna to cause problems and it's going to be harder. But you're never out. That's the key. Like, the minute you count yourself out and you think that you can't do anything, then you're out. As long as you keep believing or hoping or praying or dreaming or thinking that there's something that you can do, you're still in the game. The only person that can count you out is yourself. Point blank, period. Nobody else can count me out. Nobody. Nobody can count me out. No companies, no, no banks, no nothing, bro. I've foreclosed on my house, bought a new house. You know what I'm saying? I've lost stuff, got something else. Nobody can count me out. The, the only thing that's gonna count me out is the day that I count myself out, mm. or my wife counts me out. That's a different story.
0: She got you, <laughs> but you know bro. what she I'm nah, you, huh? But you know what I'm saying? Hell like, yeah. I
2: just hate when people say, "Yo," like I had these kids talk to me, and they're like, "Yo, we can't do what you did." And I'm like, "Why can't you?" I'm like, "Why not?" Oh, because I was just in juvenile hall. Okay, cool, bro. I, I got into trouble, and I got into fights when I was little. Yeah. Why can't you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like think about it. the career that I'm in. Like, no disrespect, I have a clean record. But if you have a record with a felony or anything, you can still own a store. Yeah. It doesn't stop you. That's what I'm saying. Like, I just think that people, like, it's, it's this, it's, 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 man, it's the, it's the, it's the world, bro. Humanity. Yeah. They want to count people out. They want to put people down. Like, why wouldn't you want everybody to be great? You know what I mean? Like, I, like I said, man, I just want to inspire, bro. That's that's all I want to do, man.
0: You're here, you're amazing. doing a great job of it. Suraj from Sneaker Room. Against all odds.
2: No, nah, no, nah, that's a story. We don't do that.
0: <laughs> oh, what? Damn, bro.
2: Ooh, bro! You got you got Clara there. I'm not supporting him now. Oh, oh, that's damn, it. I'm damn, not supporting damn.
0: him. That's, that? a, that's a That's I mean, that's not such a great store. Uh, well, I, I ain't got no comment because you know. <laughs> listen, I shopped there the other day. I bought a Mitchell and <laughs> Ness jersey. Now you know there. what I
2: will say. I will say this. I will say this. How about this, Siraj from Sneaker Room, mm-hmm. who beat the odds?
1: Who beat the odds? Okay, let's do that. Let's take that. Not
2: against because not everything was against me, okay. but I
1: beat the odds.
2: The odds were not in my favor. And I and I won.
1: I like that. I like that. And you're like going to keep winning. And I'm going
2: to keep winning.
0: inspiring others I'm, to I'm win. I'm going to
2: pray to God that I can inspire, man. Like, just remember one thing: no matter what religion you pray to, whether you're Hindi, whether you're Catholic, whether you're Presbyterian, whether you know you're Muslim, whatever Hindu, you are, Hindu, Hindu. I'm sorry, and right, <laughs> I apologize, bro. It's late. Sorry, bro. I've been dude. here for three hours. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, butter chicken sinking in now. You know what I mean? But no, whatever religion you pray to, like, yo, just understand, like, yo, prayer, prayer helps too, man. I like, sometimes you, you got to look up and be like, yo. There's some whoever definitely. it is, but there's somebody up there, you know what I mean? Like, I believe in that. Definitely too. telling us something and try to guide us. You know what I mean?
1: Hundred percent. Just, just be righteous, man.
2: That's it. Yeah, be yeah. be real, be real yeah. and righteous. I respect that. That's 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 really good words. Be righteous. I love that. I like that.
0: This is the Butter Chicken Podcast. This is your boy. DJ Sharad and DJ Juicy Baby. What's your
2: special guest? DJ Sharad. No, I'm not a DJ. I just want to say it. I wanted to get in with you guys. I'm sorry. You in, bro? You in? You in? Don't edit that. (laughs) No, no, (laughs) you in in.
0: with us, bro? We don't edit that. You are now listening to the Butter Chicken Podcast. And where can they find us, Mr. Juicy? Come to our Instagram.
1: Come support us on our Instagram. Don't follow us. Just support us. Support us at at, uh, Butter Chicken Podcast um, and all podcasting platforms. Instagram is a hub Once you go to the Instagram It'll lead you everywhere else Support Thank you, Siraj, man Appreciate you, bro Nah, listen
2: Juicy, Siraj Thank you guys for doing this Thank you guys for giving us a, You know, giving us An opportunity to speak You know what I mean?
0: 100% it's people bro. like
2: you, man Like, you know We could talk all that good shit About the odds But we need people like you To help us beat the odds
0: We're there Amen. Yeah, thank you, bro Appreciate it Love is love Love is love